So Alex, yesterday, mm-hmm. I go to a bookstore. I had to go get a couple gifts for people because we had a couple birthdays yesterday. I'd never been to this bookstore before because why would you go to the Fox Valley Mall for literally anything? First time I'd been there, lived close to it for probably like my entire life. There's no reason to go to the Fox Valley Mall. So I go in, I go to the bookstore, I get my purchases, I go up to the counter, and um, clerk's like getting ready to help me. And I notice she's got all along, like on here, she's got the Witcher rune tattoos from Uh-oh. Witcher 3. Uh-oh, Erica made a new friend. Well, and I've seen this before, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, I might be like, oh, hey, yeah, you know, Witcher tattoo, that's pretty rad. She moves her arm down, and I notice on the inner arm, she has Amazing Devil lyrics. Which is the Bard's Band. And so I was like, jealous. excuse me. Because that's not something you see in the wild, ever. No. I was so you found, excited. You found a kindred spirit. I was so excited. I was vibrating with excitement. So I had to try and be normal. And I think I achieved it. But I was definitely just like, excuse me. And then you asked her about it and she told you she lost a bet, unfortunately, and <laughs> this was the punishment. No, we didn't get a chance to talk for long because there were people behind us and I don't like to be an asshole like that. But yeah, I was like, there are dozens of us, Alex. <laughs> dozens. There are at least two. There's at least in two. In the state of Illinois. <laughs> so I got a kick out of that. That made me very happy. That's funny. That's cool. a nice, a nice interaction, which doesn't happen very often. <clears throat> So how are you? How are things? Well, you know, just living the dream. Another day in paradise. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what an intro! I know I kind of fucked up the steez on the intro there, huh? No, no. I mean, I just don't know where to go from here, other than to say hello. This is subtle interference. I, Alex, that's that's a little bit too much energy. I oh, I'm you, sorry. You really need to take it down. This is. Subtle interference. You're making me uncomfortable with your enthusiasm. <laughs> I and I, I, re- I really don't appreciate that. I'm your host, Alex, joined by your other host, Erica. Hello. <sighs> Hopefully a big week. The rumor on, is we're hold getting... On, uh, hold on. Oh, he's thinking. He's thinking. Jolene Beatty enthusiast. I'll accept it. Thank you. Thank you for continuing the bit that only I care about. <laughs> I appreciate that greatly. I need to go and look up a bunch of names that start with Joe. There you go. And write them down. There you Just go. Just have a list of 100 For names. sure. For sure. So I stop repeating the same four. Indeed. Indeed. Because I but, feel like I've used hey, that one before. Hey, isn't that this podcast, though? It's just yeah. the, repeat the same things repeated over ad nauseum forever. Speaking of repeating, didn't uh or doesn't Halo start next week or sometime this Oh, episode? I for completely forgot doesn't about it that. Start soon? I think on the 2nd the first episode dropped. Mm, no, it's not out yet. I would know if it was Is out. it not? It's Are you not sure? Out yet. I'm positive. Okay, I thought for sure cuz yeah, it was like, oh, I think it was this weekend. I think it's this upcoming weekend. Okay, so we'll have we have some time to watch. So you dear listeners, have some time cuz they're promising Ooh, this last, is going to be the last season. season was dog shit, but this season, hang out, hang out. So we'll see. I did. I did laugh. Uh, I can't even remember his name off the top of my head, but I had told you that the whoever plays the Master Chief did some interviews. It's Liv Shriver's said, cousin, right, or some shit oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Damn, now pa- Pablo. Schreiber, is that right? I have no idea. That sounds right. Sure. Okay, whatever. Big P. Big big guy. Big Papa Pump. 
can't go around tossing around big P. That's just, <laughs> you got to know things. We don't know. The other lady might know. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, the one who was like the human traitor that he had to fuck. I mean, I get it. She was hot. I completely forgot about that. Was that a thing that happened? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. watching the first season again. So. No, no, definitely no. not. There's no reason. To, that's, that's torture. Maybe we'll jump on the wiki and we'll do like a cursory, like, okay, this is what happened. I remember the Look, the the climbing of the tree. That was the only thing I was invested in. Right, yeah, but that hasn't happened yet. No, One of them's going to die for sure. Oh, obviously. Way no, no, no. Before. They're going to confess their undying love, confirm then- that they're queer. And then we violently <laughs> and murder then a them. a bullet just goes right through one That's of usually how that works, Alex. <laughs> Especially on a show like Halo. No, yeah, as bad as the first season was, it is not our responsibility to know what happened. It's their responsibility to do a recap of anything that was actually important to the upcoming season. Absolutely. And other than that... And you should do it with, like, a beloved character doing, like, a little five-minute video before the new season comes out. Oh, what could you possibly be referencing? <laughs> I was so happy when they did that with him last time. It's like, oh, look, a Joey video. So anyways, uh, I Happiness. don't know if his name's Pablo or whatever the fuck. The guy. He's the doing, main he guy. Interview and he said something like, you know, if you didn't like that we took the chief's helmet off, then you just don't like the show. And I read that and I said, <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Correct. That's, that's <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. That's the summary, my friend. Thanks for and summing it up for me. most people felt. Yep. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. <laughs> I just like that someone's so in their own bubble that you could say that unironically. Well, and I think it's like they're they're lost in the sauce. Get, you gotta right? you gotta defend it. You're working on it. You I would hope that you're like proud of the work you've done on it. And yeah, you're not gonna go out and be like, Oh yeah, this was just fucking dog shit. You can't say that. Although there is an art that I believe Someone in PR at EA figured out a long time ago that every year there's a new sports game. You know, there's mm-hmm. a new Madden, whatever. And what you do is you go out and you say, hey, that last year's game, that game sucked. But this year, this is going to be the one. This is the one. <laughs> and I think some, and, they, and then they do that the next year, too. Right. Oh, of course. Um, and I think that something could be said for doing that with a TV show as well. Look, 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 look. Last year, that show, it was dog shit. But we're getting another chance. This is and the year. This is the year. This is the year, friends. Speaking of this is the year, the rumor is that we're getting the uh, season four table read this week. So production is ramping for, up for The Witcher. For The Witcher, somehow don't know. I'm going to say like about. I'm not like no that that's this show now because like I've been elevated to to from guest from special guest to host. So you're gonna have to just deal with this shit because now there's only one of them to attempt to curtail me. And yeah, Bob, Bob is gone. So yeah, I'm in my well, Amazing did, he, Devil t-shirt. He did die. We're having a good day. It's been cool. Yeah, you're going to have to deal with this I'm now. never going to quite forget the image of that, that tree impaling him. Was it a tree? Yeah. Was that the story? Yeah. Okay. What do you mean? That was... I got to write that down. Happened. So I remember. Well, I wasn't there, so... But it wasn't a story. That's okay. What happened. All right. I feel like I'm under the spotlight here at like the, the interrogation room. That's what happened. Speaking of stories and the not really like following through on them the way that you hoped they would. Poor Cody Rhodes. Mm, yeah, so let's talk about that. Last last weekend, I mean Yeah, it was last weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last weekend was the Royal Rumble. 
and we just watched the rumbles. We didn't watch. There was some other stuff on the show, but we just watched the rumbles. I mean, we did like, skip that was like through three hours. Alone. We did script through so you could show me how jacked Randy Orton has gotten. Oh my god, he's huge! Freak beast. He levels. looks great. He does I look mean, great. He looks great. It's especially not when you consider he's forty or something. It's not of the. I think he's older than forty, isn't he? I don't know. I'm not sure. I so thought he, he was started a, so young. That's true. That he's been around forever. He was a baby when he started. As old when you as you think. That's true. That's true. He doesn't have that like like when the rock gets real big, and no, it just looks look, gross. Yeah, he doesn't look like balloons have been inserted into his body. Yeah, it's I, I'm not gonna call it natural looking, but <laughs> dude looks good. It looks like something that's achievable naturally. There you go. If you lived in the gym for 16 hours every single day. Well, which, look, this is a... That's, that's his job. All, for, right, right, right. For, well, tell that to Nia Jax. Well. <laughs> hey, she looked better. She looked better. Looked better. The wrestling was still dog shit. Yeah, but she looked better. When she was trying to do the, ooh, the power spot, and she couldn't lift, like, that per, that bigger girl up. And then Jade gets in there, and she's just tossing her around like it's nothing. That was or, amazing. Uh, they had on all the steroids, um... Uh, what's her name? Grace. Oh my God. From TNA. Oh, what's her oh, name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Well, anyways, she's on everything. Hey, I man. I mean, that girl's gigantic. Good for her. <laughs> hey, it's not my, it's not my body and I don't care. It's, it's not, not my heart. Sport. You do your thing. If it was a real sport, I'd be like, how dare she cheat? But it's not. Well, I want you to be able to like lift up your opponents and not violently injure them every time you try to do something to them. So yeah, take the steroids. Yeah. I think just about everybody remembers what it's like to work with Nia Jax in WWE. And I would think they'd all be like, Ugh. I told you, I just think it's so funny. I mean, there's nepotism and then there's nepotism. And there's rock blood nepotism. <laughs> and it's so comical that the rock kind of makes it seem like he doesn't want to work with wwe anymore he's doing his movie thing he's not around all that much all of a sudden naya there's the door don't let the don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out yep. right well but then, then we then we had the the not so great year of box office returns so we mm-hmm. come back to the well, well and yeah exactly he's you know things didn't go so well at the movies and his brand maybe took a little hit so you come back to where everything started, where you know, well, at least you think. Well, you're I was just going gonna to say, loved. we'll talk about this a little bit too. But yes, we'll get there. Um, it was just so funny to me. He comes back, and all of a sudden, Nia Jax is back. All of a sudden, his daughter goes from being on NXT here and there to being on SmackDown, and she's in some sort of thing role non-wrestling role on camera and you know because she's not been along that long i don't even know i don't think i've ever even seen her wrestle so i don't know if she's any good or what the deal is i my guess would be no since she's not wrestling eh. i mean if they're not letting you wrestle on tv i think that about sums it up it should but yes. all of a sudden she's on smackdown and it's like man that's nepotism right there. oh yeah yeah uh, so, uh, I, who won the women's? A Bailey. Bailey won? Okay. And then, um, uh, Cody, uh, Rhodes won, uh, the men's. The men's, yeah. He went back to back like, uh, Stone Cold did in, is it 97 and 98? Something like that, yeah. Somewhere in Which there. Which is cool. I mean, that's, hey, that shows you there's a lot of confidence there in him. Well. And, well, so, only so much. Right. Well, because you know they have their whole thing about the old guys coming back. Always and, have. Right. And I... To their detriment, really. So to, so to explain this for 
people who are listening to this and wish we would just stop talking about wrestling. Yeah, that's never going to um, happen. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. This is the podcast, right? So if you don't <laughs> like it it. the wrestling talk, you don't like the Halo, this, this is the whole thing. Yeah. So if you don't like it, why, why are you still listening? <laughs> yeah, please stop listening. Well, we're just doing just this. Go right, just go. You know what? Just go. Just turn it off. Don't come back. Don't let the door hit you on the ass. There you go. Naya. Anyway, go ahead. I hope she listens. Just imagine if she listens. She randomly picks it up out of nowhere. Imagine if Nia Jax listens and she loves the whole podcast, except every time her name gets brought up for me to shit on her. There's just this small tear that falls. I just really love this podcast outside of the shitting on me. It's so great. Their repartee is just... So natural and, 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 and unique. So, basically, they've been telling this story about Cody, quote-unquote, finishing the story, mm-hmm. which would be to win the big one at WrestleMania. Main event WrestleMania, beat Roman Reigns, and this 55-year title streak he's on where he, no one can beat him because of all the relentless cheating that happens in all his matches. Mm-hmm. And that's what they... I mean, he wins the Rumble. And he points at Roman, like, hey, I'm coming for you. As as you do, yes. And then, which was weird, I thought when it happened, because I thought to myself, well, they've already had The Rock on the show, and he alluded that he's going to challenge Roman. Now, of course, that doesn't mean he's challenging Roman at WrestleMania. You could do it at the Saudi show or something. Right, You right. know, whatever. You know, you got to get the blood money. Yes. And... But now, this last week on SmackDown, Cody's there and he's kind of talking up, you know, facing Roman. And then Rock shows up and Cody's just kind of like, one, they do this weird embrace. Did you see that? I didn't see the actual segment. Cody, I read Cody a little bit about Cody and Rock it. hug. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of, Rock's talking in Cody's ear for about half an hour. And Cody does not look none too pleased. You got the dead behind the eyes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. And then he just kind of leaves and goes off. And they've made it clear now, it seems like the direction is Cody versus Seth and Roman versus Rock. And Cody's making it seem like, oh, I'm going to, you know, cash in my Royal Rumble win sometime other than WrestleMania and on you, Roman. It's like, this is no, that's fucking stupid. That's not the, that's not what this is. Like you get you if you win the rumble, you main event WrestleMania. That's the whole. F- it's what you guys say is what it is. You said those are your words. I'm not pulling. We're not pulling this out of our ass. This is yeah. what you say it is. So people saw this, and the me I saw the immediate reaction was like visceral. You know, people were not happy because it's bullshit. And you've been telling this story, and you're hyping people up that oh, Cody's gonna get this big win. At WrestleMania over Roman, win this world title that's eluded him his whole career, and beat a guy who hasn't lost in legitimately three years or something. And that's a huge win. Oh, it reminded me, because this is WrestleMania 40, right? Yeah. It reminded me of WrestleMania 30, where it was Daniel Bryan goes the distance, finally gets the big win. Gets the, you know, he he had that groundswell of support and they really tried to snuff it out. My favorite of all time of them trying to do that was when they were in Seattle. And they did that stupid reunification of the titles thing when they had all the other champions in there. And he had held it for like two seconds. 
So they had him out there in Seattle, Washington, and they were just like shitting on the segment and just chanting for Daniel Bryan because everybody wanted him to fucking like, I don't want to see John Cena versus Randy Orton uh, uh, right, for the part 50,000. Right. Yeah. I want something new. And this is a guy who has a groundswell of support. What, what are we doing? And ultimately they did the right thing. And I was shocked. I was yeah. there for it, but I was shocked. Because that uh, Triple H versus Daniel Bryan match is a great match. Mm-hmm. Still. Well, it, it seems like here, it, the storytelling just doesn't make sense for The Rock. To, it doesn't make sense from any angle because clearly what Cody's been talking about this whole time when he says finishing the story is beating Roman, who cheated him last year at WrestleMania. Right. Beating him at WrestleMania. Well, and, and doing it any other time is just going to feel hollow. Yeah. Right? Like, the whole point is it's mania. It's 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 the big one, you know? And it's, you know, if you're The Rock, I don't know if it's him misreading the room or not understanding everything that's going on, but this, again, is feeling very much like, remember, what was it where Roman won something? It was in, the Royal Rumble. Was it the Royal in Rumble Philly. in Philly? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say. Where's mania this year, Alex? Rock comes <laughs> Philly Rock comes out, raises Roman's hand. And this the is place back. Is this is a long time. This ago. is a long time. This ago. is when they were first like this is like the Shield. We're pushing Roman. We're hard. stuffing Roman down your throat. This is what it's gonna yeah. be. And I think that was one of the years that they were like. I think people wanted. I don't remember if they wanted. I don't know if that was like the Daniel Bryan remember. years, but yeah, no one wanted remember. Roman to win. And Philly was two seconds away from pulling out the six volt batteries or nine volts and start hucking well, them at the. I just at the I'll ring. never forget Rock holding up Roman's little arm look on his face and the rocks. They're getting booed and Rock, Rock's looking very confused. He's kind of looking around. He's like, "What the what fuck the fuck's is going, going on? on?" Yeah, and I don't know if that's just him not being plugged in or being told something's well, going to go he's one not way. Watching the show, right? Well, he has no I mean, idea. He's on the board now, so really he should be. Now, is he? I don't know. He really probably could while he's working out for 14 hours a day. I mean, you would think, right? But... We all... I mean, who knows? Whatever. If I was on the WWE or the TKO, I should say, board of directors, I would watch the show. I mean, you, I you I should. I wouldn't want to, right. but I would. <laughs> you feel, like, obligated, right? <laughs> Um, Here, I'm just curious which rumble this was. So it was a while ago. It, it's been a minute, yeah. Um, but yeah, and I don't know how they're going to react. I mean, what I've kind of read is The Rock really pushed for this match to be at WrestleMania, and the mindset is that they want to distract from the Vince stuff. 2015. Okay, so yeah, so, yeah I mean, that was after eight, ago, eight nine years ago. That was after it was for WrestleMania 31. Okay, which WrestleMania 31 was not a good show. Though that was the one, wasn't it, where, um, was that the one where Seth cashed in on Roman, like, right after he won? I don't remember, but that was a cool moment. That was great. And that was, yeah, and that was them kind of knowing, okay, people don't want Roman to be the champion, so we're gonna, you know, fix it. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. But. Because there was one mania in there that was just fucking terrible. 
It was like 20 hours long. It was the biggest slog in the universe. Well, that was a lot of WrestleManias for a while there because they felt like we need to get everyone on the show. Like every member of the roster has to be on WrestleMania. We're doing the Andre the Giant Battle Royal to get all the jobbers on the show. Which was honestly, when they did that the first time, that was a fun match. Well, Battle Royals are kind of always a little fun. It's a good time. Um, When you had that great moment of uh, that raw Cesaro power of him like launching the big show. show. Mm-hmm. That was exciting. Yeah, it's Mania 30 was a good show. I had a good time. Alan, I think it's always different too when you're actually there. Assuming you don't have shitty seats or something, when you're in the building and the energy's kind of flowing and you're in the moment. Oh, yeah. But it the, the way different than watching most uh, impressive uh, getting the crowd back because that was the member Brock beat uh, Undertaker. Mm hmm. And then they had that women's match oh, that, that was just was like, sorry, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had the three-way for the uh, the world title, and Brian managed to bring the crowd back into it. Because I remember standing yeah. there with Bob well, going how like, popular he was then. I don't fucking know how people are going to get it, because everyone in this building is just pissed. I don't, I don't subscribe to this theory. That you need the, the you need this buffer match between two matches, like at the end of a show. I don't either. I don't either. I think if if, if they're both good, I think you'll get the crowd. That's yes, just my opinion. No, I agree with you. I mean, there is definitely an aspect of whew, we're getting gassed because it's been a long show. We've been cheering the whole time, but no, because like it was still when they were kind of like you know the ladies, whatever. Yeah. Who fucking cares? Just go out there, die. No one's paying attention. Everybody's pissed off anyway. And yeah. they knew that when they set up the match card. Because it was like, people are going to be furious. I don't know why we're doing this then. But people are going to be... It's a moment or whatever the fuck. Whatever the fuck that means. And then throw the ladies out there to die a slow death. Yeah, I, do, I still don't agree with having Undertaker lose at WrestleMania. I feel like if you were going to do that... It, it shouldn't have been to, to be... Brock fucking Lesnar. And, and and they did use it, if we're, if we're going to be fair, I suppose, they did use it to make Brock this unkillable monster. For but he years. already was. Kind of, but not to that level. Like, after that, they made him literally unbeatable. I just think if you were going to do that, it should have been with somebody who is there every week. Yeah, it should have been someone younger to really push them up to a right level. Who could have, like, because Brock, in my opinion, was already there. And it was just, he doesn't need this. And And if you were going to, like, destroy that that myth, like, we're going to waste that on Brock Lesnar? It just I didn't agree with the with the with what they did. And I want to talk about Brock and Vince and all that going on. Oh yeah, we're we're getting to um, that. You know, just to kind of finish the Cody thing. I just think it's weird for Cody Rhodes the character. I'm not talking about the real guy, but the character to win the Royal Rumble, one of the hardest matches in, you know, lore to yeah. win. Um, in in canon in, in universe. Canon, yeah. yeah. To win, and you're going to get a world title match against your your arch blood rival, right? Who's been fucking you over repeatedly, and then The Rock shows up, and you're just like, "Oh yeah, buddy, you have the match, right? You I'll take all the glory. Here. My my shit doesn't here. matter. I'll do it at like backlash or something <laughs> when no one's watching. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And honestly, if it was Cody Rhodes, I'd be fucking pissed off about it. Oh, yeah. Like, way to spit in my face. That's cool. Thanks, guys. 
Appreciate sure. it. I'd be really mad. Oh, you know, owe me one? Okay, cool. And that's probably what they told him. Oh, we'll get you, you know, we'll get you the big win. We'll get you the big moment. But it's not going to. It's not going to be. Not it's not mania. It's not the same. It's just going to feel if, shitty. If it's going to be, if it means that we're going to delay it another year. I mean, one, first off, that's hard to do. Secondly, for all you know, one of the two of you will be injured next year at WrestleMania. Somebody could be injured. What is is Cody going to win the Rumble again? Like, what are we doing? Well, are people going to be happy to see him win the Rumble three times in a row? And then, you know, again, it's like, oh, we're, you're doing this to us again. You're stringing us along again. Right. So. Who knows? There's still a fair amount of time between now and Mania. We don't know. They could decide to act right. We don't know. But... They probably won't. So the, the other thing, though, is so. But then you have this. It's it's Roman versus The Rock, and The Rock is how old now? About a billion. I'm not interested in watching Roman versus his older cousin. And can you imagine? I mean, I'm not against the match. It's just the where it's happening, when it's happening, just doesn't make. I sense I mean, I'm not saying me. there isn't value to the match. I'm just not interested in seeing it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And what are you going to do? Like, either Roman is going to obviously win, or what, is The Rock going to fucking win? Could you imagine if The Rock won? And The Rock, well, they did that with Cena already, remember? That if, if Rock is the one to beat Roman after this title reign, I think you're going to turn a lot of people off. And look, most people are fucking dumb. There's not that much wrestling out there. You only have so many choices. They'll just keep watching. They'll bitch on Reddit or wherever. Sure. But they'll keep watching. Sure. But it's, I just, you're going to leave a sour taste in where you want to, yeah, I don't know the whole, the whole idea where it's like, oh, we got to, you know, the movie star is coming in. We got to blow some smoke up his ass. Yeah. Oh, and just, just blow up the, all he of just our joined shit. The boar. Now he's got all this sway and he's going to do whatever he feels like. It I didn't realize bad. for whatever reason that he's on the board. Yeah. He just joined the board like a couple weeks ago. So what we, yeah. Like, what are we really, what are we doing? I mean, I'm fine with him being on the board. Oh, it's I don't whatever. like be on the board. That's great. But like, I don't need to, I don't need to see the rock wrestle anymore. I really didn't need to see him wrestle when he was like wrestling John Cena, and that's. I mean, I'm. Fine that's a with long you. time he ago wants now. To do the one or two matches a year, it doesn't bother me. That realistically, he's not going to be able to do any more than that because chances are he's going to. I mean, that's the other reason that if he won the title, it would be so dumb. Because chances are, just like every time he's wrestled recently, he's going to tear something during the match. And what if he wins, and then you just had him in this huge title reign, and now where do you go? Now you tell everyone looks like assholes. Yep. So anyway, the reason they're apparently doing this is to try to distract from the Vince McMahon stuff. And if you don't know, Vince McMahon's been having a real fun time. Well, Vince McMahon is a monster. <laughs> yes, that that's that's up. really all it comes down to. Vince McMahon is a monster. And he's being investigated by the feds now, apparently. Yeah. So this woman who used to work for him has filed a civil suit, right? Because it turns out when you promise somebody hush money, you should pay them. You do actually have to pay. I don't know. That's one of the things I don't understand. Okay. So you've got this woman under NDA. She's got all this proof of your bullshit. Well, that's the great thing is that she's got all that proof and we've got receipts. All you had to pay her was $3 million. Three million dollars for Vincent Kennedy McMahon is fucking 
nothing. No, Alex, it's this this Trump nonsense of like, I don't have to pay that. I'm going to give you a million and you should be happy with that. I shouldn't have to pay anymore. And I was like, all right, motherfucker, here comes the federal government. And look, from a, from a certain, well, I don't think that's, those two things, I don't know. I mean, they're probably not conflated, right? They're not, one doesn't necessarily. It's unclear. Right. It's unclear because there were those other allegations made recently as well, right? A couple of years. What was it a few years ago? Like things move so fast. I forget half the You're shit asking happens. me to remember something that happened a but few he, years ago. That's he, just not going to happen. You know, stepped down from running the company a few years ago before he ended up eventually selling it to Endeavor. I thought it was because of this woman. Was it this woman's it stuff this or was it a different one? Or woman? a different one. Okay. There was some other story that came out. But yeah, that caught fire and he ended up stepping down. And, but the thing was at the time is he still had controlling interest of the company. Right. So he could just come back whenever he felt like it. Which he eventually did. Right. He eventually did. And he sold the company. And I think Ari Emanuel kind of told him, oh yeah, you're going to, don't worry, buddy. You'll be involved. You'll be in a position of power. And he yanked the rug right out from under Vince. And he was like, okay, we're going to put you in this essentially a figurehead role. You have no power. You're not going to do anything. The head right. of the board. You're just going to sit there. You're right. Shut the fuck up with your jet black dyed hair. And now he's out from that and he doesn't have any sort of control anymore. So I don't think, I think this is it for Vince in terms of being involved in TKO. Well, if a quarter of what was in, what was reported is true, then yeah. Yeah. So it basically the summary is, I mean, you could go look it up if you'd write the gore, like the gory details. Yeah, we're not going to get into that. I don't really feel I need to repeat it. It's disgusting. He's a basically, monster. It's like he was sex trafficking this woman. It's bad. And doing a bunch of things to her that she was apparently asking him not to do, but then just continuing anyway. It was all, it was all bad. And this is like, it's one of those things. You've just got to know better. And the problem is for a Vince McMahon is he's been never been told no in his entire life. Certainly not in the last 50 years or so. So, and he feels like he can do anything he wants because, you know, he beat the feds and everything. Well, you get to a point where you feel untouchable, like a certain other asshole. so much money. Yeah, Yeah, where you feel like you can do whatever you want. But usually if the federal government's coming at you, they, they usually don't miss. They did once, unfortunately. Well. But I, I just, I can never imagine wanting to force myself upon someone. And maybe that's because I'm not psychotic. you are not a psycho. You're a decent human being. <laughs> like You're not so. a monster. Well. But it's just. It's not a mentality that you should even try to understand because it's 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 not intrinsic intrinsic to who you are. And those kind of people, it's just yeah, you're you're not like that. I and I just if I was going to do all that, I would pay the woman after I got her under an NDA. Well, the other because thing though is if she's nice- not into it, you have enough money. You can find someone who's into that shit. But again, but he doesn't just want to No, part of it is... It's the power over her that at any moment he could come along... Well, and that's all that shit is. Yeah, yeah, if you don't do what she says, or he says, I can fire you, I can ruin your life, I can take away your benefits, I own you. Yeah, that's that's a big part of it. 
you know, you you get it in her head that maybe she has no value. You're never going to get a job like this somewhere else, you know, yada, yada, mm-hmm. whatever. Who knows what the fuck was said. And at the end of the day, whatever, she ends up leaving eventually or quitting or gets fired. I have no idea. And you put her under this NDA. So people don't know how sick you actually are. I mean, they know you're sick, but maybe not to this degree. You people know. It's like that, that fucking Sandusky nonsense from Penn State. People fucking knew. They just turned that other way. Oh, no. No, oh, we didn't company, know. People in the company know. I'm talking about the general public. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. There's people. Everybody knows. But we may not know the extent of it. Everybody on day-to-day working with this dude. Oh, yeah. They fucking know. And if they tell you they don't know, they're lying assholes. That's well, all it is. Especially when you read how this woman was essentially being passed around the office right. to do whatever, fill in the blank in your mind. You think people don't talk? We think people. Who else are we going to start hearing stuff about? Well, and that's what's interesting is, you know, he's not named in it, but if you can read, you'll understand that they're talking about Brock Lesnar was one of these people that he was trying to pass this woman off to. And all of a sudden, apparently the story is when Braun Breaker was in the Rumble this past weekend, Rick Steiner's son, Mm -hmm. he did everything spot for spot that Brock was going to do. Brock was going to be in that Rumble Everything involved with Brock was replaced by Braun Breaker. And he's kind of being erased in a way. Like I saw they have some mobile game, Supercard or something it's called. He's been taken out of that game. We'll see if he's in the next WWE console game. You know, they're not mentioning him on TV. I think I saw all his merchandise is heavily discounted. Like they're trying to just clear it out. Get rid of it. Yeah. So... It's interesting that he's kind of being, you know, showing the door. You're we're we're pushing you out as well, and he's not even directly named. But if you, like I said, if you if you read, read between the lines, you can you can tell. And I wonder how that affects something like a civil suit, where you know you can go into, you know, a courtroom then, or you can go into a negotiation. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for here? Arbitration. Whatever. Yeah. Something like that where you're trying to settle the lawsuit. Mm -hmm. And you could say, hey, well, you're saying everything in here isn't true. But it's interesting that the company you used to own is seems to think these things are true because they're shuffling people off. You know, I wonder how that kind of affects things. Maybe not. But I don't think you could really call that like evidence. It's just maybe you could kind of. I think it depends on you could use that as maybe like a uh, like a lesser like supporting thing. Yeah, and, but and, yeah, us both here with our deep legal knowledge. We'll, yeah, uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> but and I'm just going to imagine. I think this is one of those things that'll end up being settled. It'll never hit a courtroom because Probably the not. discovery would be so damaging. Yeah, but. I'll tell you, whatever he's going to end up paying this woman to go away a second time, a it's going to be money. more than two million dollars. I mean, two million. That's why it's so stupid. Two million. Two million dollars to Vince McMahon is like a thousand dollars. He should wipe his ass. It's probably less than a thousand dollars to you. It's nothing. The guy was worth like a billion dollars at one point. But it's it's that it's that I shouldn't have to pay. I don't yeah. want to pay, so I shouldn't have to. We also to. don't know how many of these how many women are out there under NDA is the other thing. Well, that's exactly it, right? 
So we might have more people coming out of the woodwork if they suddenly think there's a good reason to. Well, and if there's blood in the water and there's, you know, it's like, okay, let's, you know, yeah, he didn't pay me either. Let's go. Well, and if that's the case, yeah, he's going to have a lot of big problems coming. So, yeah, Vince McMahon, huge piece of shit. Yep. Always has been, continues to be. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm wondering now, because I really truly believe, at least in the next five years, you would think, I cannot imagine Vince coming back. I mean, I just cannot imagine them letting him back in. If you're this, it's a different company. No, I don't want like all that. I don't want, I don't want to deal with all this. You, you don't own this anymore. This isn't yours anymore. The other thing that's interesting is apparently, and I don't know if this is true or false. So if someone, if the, if one of the two people that listens to this wants to fact check me, go ahead. But Apparently, Ari Emanuel's daughter was working for WWE around this time frame where this all went down. And how do you think he? How do you think he's feeling that he's reading what the boss was up to, and he's like, "Motherfucker, right. if anything happened to my daughter, I'll find an assassin." Well, I'm just gonna say, yeah, that's it's not a matter of no, your ass is dead. So, though I am of the firm belief that it could, it will be a paterno situation where, oh, I don't have anything to live for anymore. His ass is going to be dead in six months. It's either going to be that or he's going to be Trump's running mate. Which it, I'm kind of like, you know what? Let's go. That would be an incredible. You know what? Ticket. You know what? Let, let's just go. Why I not? actually am totally down for that. Burn the salt, you, burn the earth and salt it when you're done. Let's go. Imagine the speeches. Well, because if you're president, you, you're not held liable for anything, right? So it's essentially you're protected. And if Vince is the vice president, I think he has Trump killed. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Could you imagine stabs him. Vince McMahon, President of the United States? Unfortunately, yeah, I can. Because that's the dog shit universe that we live in. I'm, I'm just like you, Erica. I'm here for it. it I mean, let's be, go. Why I, not? It's a fucking be, joke anyway. Let's just go. That would be unreal. Though other WWE Royal Rumble related, we didn't even mention him. Mr. Punk, mm, injured, hurt. Okay, Erica, I'm I'm you're I'm so happy you brought that up. That promo, Drew McIntyre cut on Monday. Well, first, Rumble. first, firstly, firstly, I have to say, when he came out for the Rumble, I felt nothing, yeah. and that makes me really sad because there was a point where it was like that music would hit, he'd come out in the Chicago Stars, and you're like, there he is, that's my guy. You, your whole character is kind of based around you being this everyman, hard worker, fighter, pit bull type who's going to talk his mind and run his mouth, but then he's going to win too. You know, and he's right. going to fight for the people and right. so on and so forth. And when you're, you've built this whole character around that, and then it actually turns out, actually, you're just kind of sort of a piece of shit who's just a slime ball out for himself. It's, it's like, very disappointing. You know, okay, a lot of people are out for themselves, but that's the character you crafted. So, yeah, people are going to react poorly. Well, and I just, I still don't understand how you go back there after everything you said that they did. I, I just don't, I don't get that at all. Yeah. And I know, there, you know, tons of money, I get that, but I've just, I, I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me, and it's just kind of like... That was a real nice thing that we had there. And now I, I just, I feel nothing. 
So yeah, apparently Punk got hurt on this under this double underhook DDT spot from Drew McIntyre. I mean, it was nothing. And that's the thing when you get older, and he looked pretty big for CM Punk. So who knows how much he's been lifting weights and stuff. It's just funny because you think about it. We were talking earlier. You were like, you slept weird, right? Yeah. And your body is like, no. <laughs> no, we're just, no. No, 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 no. So, yeah, the older you get, your body is just, no matter how much you work out or how much you do this, stuff starts to deteriorate. And you start putting a bunch of muscle on your body, especially muscle it's not used to, because you're not, we're not talking about a, Brock Lesnar. He was never huge. Gigantic right. since like 16 years old. Punk was never the, the big guy. And he wasn't huge at no, the No, he was never. He was no. bigger than he normally is. And, and maybe that is age as well. I don't know. But, you know, you put some weight on that your body's not used to. You do a nothing spot, which is what always happens in wrestling. Like people think, you know, oh, you're going to do a quadruple fucking flip off the top rope it's always some it's wear and tear and it is injured. just when it finally like snaps it is something small and so stupid. He, he tore something i can't remember if it was his pack or what i, I thought I they said tricep but i'm that not sure sounds right yeah he tore something so he comes out on raw and i don't know he cuts some promo i didn't watch it because i don't give a shit about anything he has to say but drew comes out and he's been playing this real like asshole heel lately and that line erica where he says what did he say? It was like, like I prayed for I'm this not, to happen. I'm I just not religious. Want you to know, yeah. punk, I'm not a spiritual man, but I prayed for this, and it happened. <laughs> That's a top tier. That's solid stuff. Asshole. Line. It's a good line. It's a good line. <laughs> and his delivery was so good. Well, then there was that slow zoom in <laughs> on punk. That was great. Yeah, it was it was incredible all around. And I wish I could get three hours of just that type of thing. Because hmm. that was world class. It really was. And Drew's been cutting all these promos on fucking Twitter and shit. Like posting memes about him hurting punk. It really is top tier. I'm just going for it. Work. Hey, man. Well, all right. Go well, have surgery. Funny, See you in six is, months. What's funny is is the, the rumor is that McIntyre's contract is coming up. So they're doing all this to, in theory, set up a CM Punk Drew McIntyre program. Yeah, who knows if line. he's going to be around. But Drew could be gone for all right. we know. Though Drew's been with WWE for a hot minute, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, a long time now. I mean, he was gone for a while. He did he, leave for a minute, um, yeah. But then he came back as mega jacked up Drew McIntyre, and he's been pretty well pushed since then. So we'll see. Um, but, I mean, you have another outfit now. There's somewhere else you can go. Yeah. Well, yeah. And if so. they make him a good offer and maybe he wants to just try something else. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you've got a bunch of new wrestlers there that you maybe haven't worked with in the past. Some people you know. You know, why not? I, I mean, I like Drew McIntyre. I think he's a good wrestler and he's a good character. And the guy's got the look. I mean, he's one of those guys. He's just got the look. Yeah. Um, big jacked up Scottish guy. It's my type of dude, Erica. <laughs> good voice. Yeah, he's got a great voice. Good voice. That's one of those things. You can't. You just have to be given that, right? Like, yes. you can mess with your voice a little bit, right? You can, if you're like a professional actor, you could change your voice if you want. But sure. to a certain degree, you have what you have. And that's why Brock always has a mouthpiece because he's got, his voice doesn't match his body. It's bad. Yeah. You know? And every once in a while, you know, he could say a few things, right? Scripted. He was never good off the cuff. Yeah. He could say a few things. I remember one time. 
I think he was in the ring with um, what's his name Slater Heath Slater Heath Slater and Heath Sl- you know I think Brock just asked him something like you know oh how's your kids Heath or something like that because that was when Heath Slater was doing some whole story he's got about, kids like, or yeah, whatever yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 he's trying to feed him whatever and Heath's about to answer and it was like the whole the whole rock thing where you cut him off and Brock just goes I don't give a shit about your kids just <laughs> like. It was great. I mean, he has his moments. But when The Rock used to do that, though, that oh, was that like was the greatest thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. The Rock, back in his day, obviously one of the best wrestlers to ever live. Oh, but... well, you had two, like, w- it, during that era of wrestling, yeah, you, you had, had fucking thing. Austin. You had him. It was just, you were hitting on a level that was just, and everything out of his mouth was gold. Yeah. Yeah, him and Austin were both, it was all good all the time. And and plus, we were younger, so you're easier to oh, thousand get percent. into things. Yeah. If yeah. I hadn't seen that and then I started watching it now, I would probably be like, w- w- for why? I think even now you would you would be. In There'd be parts I'd be like interested in, for sure. But, right, it's, it's many, 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 many years later. Yeah. For sure. Chain uh, opinions have changed, tastes have changed, but back then it was like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> but yeah, and that's how you feel about most things when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. You're doing it to your daughter now. She's gonna go grow up being a big Pokemon fan. It certainly seems to be the case. <laughs> oh, that stood the fucking test of time, man. That there shit's been around for like 26 years. It's crazy. Well, did you did you see that? Pal World game came out, which is essentially just a Pokemon ripoff. Like all the character designs are just blatant. Yeah, I remember you. Rip-offs. Yeah, you mentioning that. That game sold like eleven million units in a week or something. It's ridiculous. Oh, but still with wrestlings, I don't know that we talked about this yet. Uh, Mr. Okada. That's right. Yeah, um, he's leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling. Kazuchika Okada, one of the best wrestlers in the world. I'm, n- I'm never going to attempt to say his first name, so it's okay. It's either Kazuchika or Kazuchika. I, people, they say it a thousand different ways on the TV, and it's like, you know what I can pronounce? I can pronounce Okada. So it's that's hard. See, that's what my horrible white ass is going to the use. The part Thank that's you. difficult is the Japanese often say names differently than the rest of the world would say them. It's mm-hmm. very strange. I don't know. It's just you can't make sense of it. Mr. Okada. Triple H-O. Like, that's how it would be, you know? I love that, though. It's great. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, yeah kind of out of leaving. nowhere. He's a free agent now, I believe. Um, and I guess I think what I've kind of read is the offers so far, AEW is offering more money. But WWE kind of feels like, look, if he wants to be here, he'll come. You know, like we don't need to offer him all the money in the universe because we're WWE. And if he wants to be here, he'll be here. And Buddha is, I think, AEW knows they have to offer more money than WWE. Sure. Realistically. But, you know, they have advantages too, right? I mean, the Bucks are two of his best friends. And I'm sure he he has to know he's going to be pushed harder in AEW than WWE. If you now, go to WWE, you're never going to be the guy. He'd never be the guy in WWE. Now, I think he would always be at the top of the card, but I don't. he'll never be the guy. And his English is a lot better. I mean, I've heard him talk recently, and he can speak English. Is it 
perfectly fluent? No, but he can speak English. So I don't know. Have you seen, by the way, um, I should send you a clip. It's so funny. The Young Bucks new heel gimmick. Have you seen this? From now on, they want to be known by their uh, passport names. Nicholas and Matthew. And they're wearing like suits. And (laughs) Nick has the worst fucking mustache you've ever seen. They both look like porn stars straight out of the fucking 70s. Amazing. It's incredible. And they're going around backstage and they're like, we're vice presidents. We're in charge around here. And they're, they're fining people like... One guy gets fined by Nick and Matt, well, he walks away and Matt walks up and he's like, hey, look, no big deal, buddy. You'll get those papers delivered on time next time. But hey, make sure you pay that $500 fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's a lot of like smarmy bullshit. Them two, those are, those two guys just, they, they're super creative. They can make anything work. They're and it's super great. creative and they know, I think they know wrestling is best when it's, more comic booky than real life thousand percent yeah thousand percent so i i should try to find some of the videos and send them to you it's so funny our what yeah it's like our 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 uh what do you our birth certificate names they've been saying something like that it's really good because kenny's kind of doing his own thing now right well he's hurt oh is he yeah he's got that uh the diverticulitis so Not great no not wonderful. Remember, that's what almost did Brock in. Yeah, that's brutal. So are they, uh, we're back to Johnny Max. Here's the company, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Just make a little space on those shoulders. Here we are. <laughs> and he does it with a plum. Yeah, who, who, well, Samoa Joe's the champion right now. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, but I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't remember the last thing I watched. It's been a minute. They've got a they've got a pay per view coming up. Um, we should watch and, it then. And, yeah, in in March I think, and uh, and the rumor is is that Mercedes is under contract and she'll be in soon. Nice. Because so. I did read something about them trying to like shore up the women's division, and I mean, mm-hmm. if you've got her coming in, I mean, the thing is, I think they have a really good women's division. It's just you have to push them and you have to give them time. You have to give them time. They've been giving Tony Storm time with this whole timeless Tony Storm gimmick, which is hilarious. The clips you've sent me have been hilarious. She's pretending to be like a, it's like she's this out of her mind, old washed up starlet or something from the 60s. She's got like the valet. Whenever they put the camera on her, it's in black and white. Yeah, yeah. I think. um, There's been some good one liners from that. I can't remember any of off the top of my head but the I, clips you've sent me have been like have been cackling la- at them last i think it was last week i saw a clip a clip on dynamite where excalibur accidentally called jeff harvey hardy jeff hard harvey mm-hmm. like he said the wrong name and tony storm just goes like she's on commentary she goes like ah yes the timeless jeff harvey <laughs> <laughs> and they're all dying <laughs> Oh my god! There's some. There's some. I mean, both companies have their good stuff. It's just easier to support AEW because you don't feel like you're just supporting this awful company filled with assholes. That's kind of the thing, right? Because it's it's like for as good as 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 WWE can be, it's just there's a lot of history there, and AEW hasn't been around long enough for. I mean, I'm not saying like the cons are like 
these wonderful people, they have football money. I'm sure they're fucking monsters too, but <laughs> allegedly, I just, you know, you don't get that much money being a good person, is all I'm saying. Uh, no such thing as a good billionaire. Um... And it's like, it's, it's, I, I, I like a company that dudes who obviously they found someone who financed them, but they were like, no, we're going to bet on ourselves. Who's to say that there can't be another, another wrestling company that can compete with WWE? Yeah. You don't know until you try. And, look, and they've been going for what, five, six years now? Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, they're, they're successful. Look, they're yeah. successful. It's just like WWE where, and that's another thing with WWE news is that they're now going to be on Netflix starting next year. That's crazy. And like legit, like to think about that. WWE is not going to be on USA. Raw yeah. is not going to be on USA on Monday. And how many years has it been on USA? It feels like it's been on USA for at least two decades, it, right? Oh, longer than that. Because go back well, two decades, it's 2004. Frame, they go to, what was it? It was like TSN or something. Oh, time, that's, you're right. I think for called? like a couple of years. TV, not TBS. It was whatever was it the Spike, Spike Network. TV we talked about into. this last time, yeah, I feel we can't like. remember. Yeah. But. We didn't talk about Netflix, but um, that, that only happened recently. But uh, that's just that's that's crazy to me that that's going to be on streaming. Now. And, and I don't know how they're going to handle it. It's a little bit unclear because I don't think they even know yet if like we're already going live. There's going to be well, they're oh, it's live. It's going to be live. And can Netflix question, handle that kind of thing? We'll I mean, we're going to find out, I guess. And and the question I think would be: uh, Is there going to be ads? Because That's you know, true. if you're paying for the highest tier of Netflix or whatever, you don't get ads, right? So, is there going to suddenly be ads on Raw? Because that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, I mean, and they could structure ad breaks, you know, like wherever they normally put ad breaks, right, in the middle of matches, or you know, you could do it. Just like do the that. picture in picture thing, where you still have the match going, and you have like an ad play. That's still an ad. It's I mean, still an ad. I'm sure. I'm just curious if they're going to have ads at all. I would say probably yes. Would be my guess. It'd be kind of interesting just to see if they could, you know, th- how it would be if there wasn't ads. I don't know. But uh, but also all these streaming services are going more and more towards more ads. Right, because we've which, just made cable again. Yeah, Shittier I mean, I mean, cable. Yeah. Once you add, once you add ads in, I'm not, that's it, I'm out. Like Amazon Prime, they have ads deleted. Like I'm just not doing it. There's the really whole- nothing on there. I mean, I will. I when Good Omen season three happens and it's already been, they are doing it. I will watch that, but I will not be watching it with ads. Ever since TiVo and the like came along, I can't do ads. It saves you so. You much remember time. when we were watching? Uh, it's always sunny. That one time you came over, we had it on Hulu, and it was like fucking election season and every six seconds there's an ad for another politician i looked at bob and i'm like no you gotta up the tier i can't do this i literally cannot do this we gotta shut this off or we gotta watch something else or you gotta up the tier because i can't i just can't and it's not even it's not even the ads one they always only run the same two or three ads nonstop. yes and two, it's just the amount of time saved. When you take an hour show and you cut that 15, 16 minutes of ads out, you save so much time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you might not think about it, whatever, but over the course of a 20 episode season or something, that piles oh, up. Oh, that's hours. And what I whatever. I just can't do the ads. If all the streaming services want to add ads back in, I don't even know what a better way to say it. 
reintroduce ads reintroduce advertisement i'm just not doing it man i can't do it i'd rather not watch the shows or i'll find a way to watch it without it right i don't know not that i would do that no of course not law-abiding why would anyone do that ever great united states of america indeed but yeah, I just, you know, it's like they all want to add, add ads. I keep saying it. I'm making myself so mad. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Hulu, Amazon Prime, bring back the ads. Fuck you. I'm out. That's it. Well, it's just, yeah. And there's nothing that I, I you know, I watch. The big thing I watch every week is Critical Role. And they have like their ad read at the beginning. And that's it. Well, and those guys, don't they kind of make the ad read fun, too? Yes. There's an attempt made at doing something silly with it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, and a, they little, have stuff that's, that's a little different. Like, whenever they have a, uh, uh, like, they bring out a battle map or something, they're going to have a fight. Like, they have somebody's sponsors, like, the battle, like, that thing, and they'll read a little ad then. But it's not intrusive the way every other fucking ad is. Well... Like, you watch anything on... Well, I know you don't, because you're smart. But, like, if I watch something on YouTube, it's just, like... And it hasn't been demonetized. It's it's just, like, oh, my God. Like, I don't even... Like, I can't even watch... This is unwatchable, is what it is. Yeah, I can't do it. I just can't. I can't stomach it. And I think that's I, all the wrestling that we had, right? Yeah, well, in tangentially... Yeah, you're good. Tangentially. You're there. I was in the ballpark. Yeah. Related to... The only reason I said anything is because you paused. Streaming services and ads is... I want to talk about this actually a couple of podcasts ago, but I completely forgot. Which is um, recently, maybe a couple months ago, it was announced that on the PS5, mm-hmm. Sony, whatever their deal ran out between them and Discovery... For a bunch of TV shows, you know, like whatever, fucking American Pickers and all that type of crap. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could buy all these shows on the PS5 and watch them on there. And I guess their deal was running out Oh, so folks got the uh, the notice. You may have paid for this, but what you didn't realize, you were only paying for the streaming rights. You didn't actually own. Yeah. The video. And I think people... So, fuck you. I think people understand that. But sort of. A little bit. But my thing, and this is my my issue with it, is this whole bullshit where you could pay for something. And not own it. And then we'll take it away. This isn't like a streaming service. This isn't a Netflix where you understand when you get Netflix, all this shit could disappear tomorrow. Right. You get that. It's like if I subscribe to Game Pass. Right. I understand that. All this shit is on here temporarily, and at any point, Microsoft could pull it, a publisher could pull it, the deal can run out. You understand but that. But no, I this was, you went into a store, a shop, an online right. shop, purchased something right. for $25, $30, $20, whatever, whatever it, it is, whatever it costs. It could have been a cent. It could have been five bucks. It. It's still the fucking point. I bought it. I should own it. Yeah. But you don't. Is the thing. Yeah, you're you're paying to borrow it, essentially. Exactly. So, if that's the case, no. I'm of the mind, I've already purchased this, I own it, so if I want it again, I'm going to find alternative means of getting it. And and, and just to tell you, the, the end point of this was eventually Sony and Discovery came to some sort of agreement and the stuff isn't going to get pulled. But that doesn't change the fact that, to me, 
if stuff like that is going to be removed, this is where we would actually, if we had a functioning government, maybe a federal law would come in and house things like situations like this should be handled. And to me, some acceptable resolutions for this sort of thing would be, well, one, really, how it should be is if you buy something, even if they pull it from the storefront, you should still have access to it. If you want to say, hey, we're not selling more of this. But the people who bought it right. can still have and, it. And by the way, that's how games are handled on the PlayStation and on Xbox is even if a game gets pulled from the storefront, let's say music rights ran out or something. Sure. If they pull it from the store, you can still download that game and play it. Because you bought it. all games are handled, yes. And maybe it's handled differently because it's a game and they understand if you just randomly lose access to games you paid for that's devastating for a console storefront mm-hmm. um but to me that would be one acceptable solution which is hey okay we're not going to sell this on the store anymore but you could still use right. it. right or we give you the opportunity to download it like during like a six-month period and then we're taking it off but you paid it Nah, I don't even think that's. A or good it story. should automatically download. I think. For I, you. I think. I think you should in perpetuity. You should have access to it if you bought it. Another good solution would be if we're going to say you can't watch it, you can't access it, you can't download it. Okay, but then you should have to refund me the purchase. I would agree with that. To me, that's another acceptable solution mm-hmm. because that's not my fault. That right. you entered, entered into a temporary agreement that, by the way, you didn't even make me aware of because putting it in some fucking EULA or whatever that yeah, no like one no ever one's reads, looking at that shit. that's horseshit. Right. I don't think that crap ever even holds up in court. No one knows, everyone knows no one reads that stuff. You could agree to kill me in that and I wouldn't have read it and I wouldn't know. <laughs> I show up at your door, you ready? What? You said yes right here. You hit A on Overwatch to the EULA. Pardon? You said Tracer could kill you at any time. Well, guess what? She's right there. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. She hey! Shows up at your door. <laughs> That's like straight out of the boys or something. But uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know what other acceptable solutions to me there would be. I'm doing air quotes. But there's got to be something because just pulling it and say you don't get to use the thing you bought anymore is bullshit. Well, and this is why you're seeing in the last couple years an uptick, not only in piracy, mm-hmm. but in uh, CD sales and record sales. Because it's like, and I know we uh, kind of operate on, um, I want the physical media. I want to own it. If I buy something, I want to have it. So it can't be taken away. Yeah. So like the movies we really like, we buy them on Blu-ray or 4K or whatever. We have a bunch of albums now on, because uh, um, we have a record player because we're those fucking people because you can't get CDs anymore. But even like some indie bands I enjoy, download their music, put it on a, we still have a CD burner upstairs, put it on a, a CD, get it on a little like USB drive, just... Yeah, I'm talking about a certain band. I just wasn't going to mention their name. One of uh, the loyal <laughs> listeners, Erica, wanted me to tell you 
that Pacific Rim is now on Netflix. But I told him if Erica's watching Pacific Rim, it's going to be on her Blu-ray. It'll copy. be on my fucking like my beautiful 4K version. Thank you. But hey, you know what? You know what, loyal listener? Thanks for looking. Good out. fucking looking out. I appreciate that shit. Thank you, sir or madam. I appreciate it. Hey, most of that movie sucked, but that theme song rocked. The music in that movie is amazing. That's over 10 years old, too. You want to feel fucking old. We're canceling the apocalypse. Oh, Idris. Just so good. Fun times. There was some good stuff in that movie, but mostly shit. (laughs) Agree to disagree, sir. (laughs) (laughs) But no, if there's something... See, everyone, our tastes don't perfectly align. Exactly. There's, if you can buy it, if you can get a physical copy of it, to me, do so. Because just you don't know, especially now, it, when something's going to be taken away and you're not going to be able to find it. Well, and the, the way I feel about it is digital is so convenient in sure. so many ways. It's so awesome to boot up your Xbox and here's your 15 games you got installed and you can just click on any of them. Oh, I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah. You don't have to put the Blu-ray in. It's great. But that's all supported by the idea that you, something you buy is going to stay yours. It's going to be there. And right. remember, if you run afoul of the rules enough time or something like that on these consoles, they can ban your account, which means you lose access you to lose everything, everything you ever bought. Now... If you're out there dropping N-words or whatever else on fucking Overwatch, well, I would argue you, you deserve You're that. a piece of shit but, and you deserve it, right. You know, things happen too. Maybe some false ban happens or whatever. I don't know. Um, well, you could have spent hundreds of dollars and then suddenly you don't have access hundreds, to that. Hundreds, I mean, imagine thousands. Right. You know, but, I mean, video games aren't exactly cheap. No, but, yeah, over the course of time, sure. You know, it's it's like it's so it's so accessible and it's so great to just be able to say, "Oh, look, here's my whole collection of like the 500 games I own." Or oh, sure. Well, and that's why everyone was when it was like streaming. It was like, "Oh, this is sweet. This is convenient. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's all right here. It's cheaper than you know the other thing that I've got going on." But they come in, they disrupt, they ruin everything, yeah, and then they, they jack like up the was. prices. Right? They yeah. just do whatever the fuck they want. So. Fuck me, I guess, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Speaking of video games, I showed you the trailer for one that's coming out in April called Stellar Blade mm-hmm. from the same company that makes my favorite game in the world. <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. It's like, you know, top three. Maybe. It's up there. It's up there. Um, Nikkei, goddess of victory, uh, shift up. But this isn't the Nikkei team as far as i know it's a different team um it's a different same company company. making this game stellar blade and it has some design cues if you may there's some similarities you can tell it's from the 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 same company though i would argue nothing much more toned down more toned down and nothing worse than like other shit you've seen on consoles and i'm always reminded of quiet alex oh With the That's, greatest explanation for a skimpily dressed female character of all time. She breathes through her skin. Pops me every time. Yeah. I, it's like. <laughs> like, you know what, dude? All right, fine. Okay. You're going to say that with a straight face? Sure. Yeah. I don't understand. At that point, you're, Hide- you're Hideo Kojima. Just say 
I just wanted a girl in a bikini. <laughs> like, what are people going to do? Not buy the game? Honestly, they're buying the fucking game. I'd rather you be more honest, dude. Like, and it's like, you know what? Okay. All right. Well, and I think you, if you, if you sat one of the Nikkei developers down, what would they say? They wouldn't try to come up with some horseshit. They would just say, look, we like hot anime girls with big boobs and big asses. Right. Like, that's the game. And it appears to be doing quite well for us. So we're, we're going to stay the course. Thanks. Oh, last month, they beat Honkai Star Rail, which is one of the biggest games in the world. I mean, it's just, it's crazy how many, how much money is spent on Nikkei. But you showed me this trailer. And again, I was just yeah. kind of like, there don't look like anything out of the ordinary to me. Yeah, there's some jiggle physics. And... Which there's been jiggle physics forever, guys. Like this is nothing new. And w- but you the things... said there was some oh, backlash. Exploded. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of went both ways. And then what happens is because people are reacting both sides, if you will, amplify their opinions, right? So well, we have to scream louder. Yes, of course. And it was interesting because basically this trailer was shown at Sony's State of Play, which is sort of just like a games showcase. Well, they do what, like one event. a quarter ish? Uh, yeah. A couple maybe, times throughout the year. Yeah, one every three, four months, something like that. Just here's what's coming, that yeah, kind of and, thing. And there will probably be another one before Final Fantasy VII Rebirth hits to do another, you know, hype session on When that. does that come out? Isn't that soon? Three, four weeks. I was going to say. maybe. Okay. That's soon. Um, and, you know, basically Stellar Blade, if you've played any of these video games, is kind of like a Nier Automata or a Bayonetta. It kind of looks like that sort of game. And... Back in the day, I remember actually being like, mm, I don't really want to play Bayonetta when anyone else is around because you remember, like, she would do her big attacks, right? Yeah. Where, like, her clothes would literally come No, it was off. all, like, BDSM shit. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You're into what you're into. It's fine. It was actually embarrassing, but that was a great game. And, and this is... But my key. argument would also be, though, what, you go to people, you, like, inviting people over to, like, stand over you and watch you play sure. video games? Play what you want to play. Who gives a fuck? Sure. People I were agree. playing it. That game got like three sequels. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, it's just, you know, you had reactions both ways. You had the, this game looks cool. I wonder how it'll be. Because remember, now, if we're talking about, you know, a Bayonetta or a Nier or whatever, we're talking about Platinum Games, who's made a lot of great games. Right. Test. This is Tested. Shift Up, who's basically never made a game like this right and you know the question is how's the gameplay gonna be well right because you can make anything look good when you watch this video the animation work looks great the graphics look great the music's banging it's all awesome you know but then you're like "Mm, how's this actually gonna play right you know and that's the. i mean especially in video games like you, you don't trust a trailer right and and you would think it's a Sony-funded, second-party exclusive to the PS5 game. You would think Sony's not letting something out that's not at least good. That would be the thought process, You would yes. assume. Because Sony really doesn't let trash be exclusive, for the most part. Especially that they paid for. Right. But this isn't like some random game that's just like, oh, we're only going to release on the PS5. No, they, they funded this game. So... You know, I would assume it's going to be at least good. You know, like a 7 out of 10 type sure. game at worst, I would think. But so that's the question is if we're looking at it reasonably, is is it going to be, you know, oh, it looks like it could be good. 
But then on the other hand, you get the other viewpoint, which is I don't want to support this company because they're making these, the, all they're making is games where you have these highly sexualized female characters. And I don't think there should be games like this. Um, and I don't think it's right. I don't really know what else the position. See, would I be. think when you bring in, it's when you bring in the the morality. Like I don't think it's right. It's like we live in a capitalist society. This is what sells. And that's what I. And if of, you don't like it, then don't buy it. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna because uh, we we don't have them anymore. We have to bring up the spirit of them every now and <laughs> yeah. again. You speak with your dollars. If you yeah. don't actually want to play it, then don't fucking play it. And, and that's how I feel. Look, if. If Stellar Blade comes out and the gameplay is shit and it's a 5 out of 10 game, it's going to disappear in a week and you'll never hear about it again. But the other thing too is like, okay, are we bitching about literally every other video game that's ever been made before? Yeah. Because like, just talking about Tracer. Tracer's pants are so far up her ass you can see her kidneys. (laughs) They used to be further up her ass before Overwatch first came out and they actually toned it down. But like... Or were we complaining about that? Or were we just all commenting yeah. on the, the... No, people were. Right. And I think the point would be, if I'm if I'm playing Deadville's Advocate, the point would be, just because it's always been a certain way... Doesn't, doesn't mean it mean has it to still stay be. stay that way. But However, I also agree with you that speak with your money. And if you don't like what the game is, even if the game comes out and it's great, let's say it's a 10 out of 10, one of the best action games ever made. Well, this is the hard if thing you, about sticking to your convictions, right? right? You gotta if, Sometimes if you, you gotta miss that, out on stuff. If you believe that, then don't buy it. Don't give them the 70 bucks. Right. And I don't want to sit here and be like, ooh, yes, I'm like, I, I love that women are sexualized in video games, right. but it's like, if that was a problem... I wouldn't watch or engage in anything because women are sexualized in literally fucking everything. And it's like anime. How much anime has blatant fan service? Some more Kill the kill, friends. <laughs> well, that's also... That's that whole show. I mean, there's shows where you suddenly go from no fan service to, all you know... fan service. Giant boobs bouncing. Give it all face. to me. But... Um, and it, sometimes it comes out of nowhere on certain shows, right? But, uh, you know, it's, that's always been a thing in anime. And it's always been a thing in video games to a certain degree. It's always been a thing in everything, guys. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not saying it's right. But it just it is kind of funny seeing the, the kind of visceral reactions. And... Well, I think some of it comes from people... Uh, we were kind of talking about this a little bit before we started recording. There is that, like you do get a performative sort of quote unquote wokeness yeah of people trying to be like well i'm i'm going to act i'm the wokest i'm going to act right and i'm going to point out that this this and this and it's just like yeah i think there is okay so, congratulations there is good so job much of that on the internet yeah. and it's annoying it's part of why I, I have just kind of and i think there is a difference between saying to me there's a big difference between saying I don't like this and I'm not going to support it and I'm not going to buy it versus saying I don't like this and neither should you and fuck you if you do. 
No, yeah, that's a right-wing sort of uh, view on things, yes. But it's also it's also a left-wing view. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people lately, I read a lot of stuff from supposed left-leaning people that feels very much like, I'm not going to say censorship, but... Oh, no, but you, there is, and this is my concern. Yeah, like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't watch this, no one should watch this, no one should play this, this is bad... And it, you shouldn't even be allowed to platform it. Like, you, you get to the point. To see it. This happens on in like AO3 a lot, which AO3 is an archive. It's archive of our own. It's where the fanfics live. And there is a robust tagging system. So if you don't want to look at something or you don't want to read something, as long as the person has... You, sometimes you come across stuff that isn't tagged properly. Not often, though. Like if somebody's going to write some like real hardcore shit, it's explicit. They tag it as explicit. And if you don't want to read that, you have to curate your online experience. Yeah. And if to get to the site, you have to uh, uh, sign up and you have to confirm that you're 18 years or older, which obviously is a very easy thing to sure, just, just click, click past. Yeah. But it's okay. You're verifying that you're okay with 18 and over content. So anything that you see in here, you can't be suddenly like, why, why is there werewolf fucking on in the werewolf fucking fic? Why, why is that happening? And it's like, well, you, you're reading it. You clicked through it. If you don't like this, you need to curate your own online experience. Well, and I, yeah, and I think there is this weird thing where people want to come into certain spaces and shit all over something. And it's strange to me to... You know, because at the end of the day, something like Reddit is basically a forum. Sure. Right. And I understand if there's a, you know, a game like Stellar Blade gets shown and you want to go and do a thread, you know, we'll call them a thread. It's a post on Reddit, whatever. You want to go into a post and you want to say, hey, I don't like this. Okay, fine. But if you go into every single Stellar Blade post and you say, hey, I don't like this. At a certain point, it's like, man, okay, like... You, we get it. Why are you, you know? so obsessed with Stellar Blade? <laughs> it's not for you. Okay. Well, and it's also like, no one gives a shit about your opinion, man. Like, I don't fucking care. And by the way, while I'm here defending this game, I'm not going to buy Stellar Blade just for the record. I mean, one, I don't even know if it's going to be any good. And two, my backlog is it's so right. ridiculously filled that no game is getting bought at full price. Nothing. So, well, it's one of those things that's like, hey, maybe if I hear that it's now, good. if it pops up on PlayStation Extra, would I play it for zero dollars? Well, now we're having a different conversation. Different story, right? But no, it's it's you're seeing a lot of people kind of trying to like going into spaces where it's like, okay, well, this is where this lives, and this is where the people who like this live, and people trying to cram themselves in there. Where they're like, well, I don't like this thing. It's like, okay, but this is the thing website. So what why are you here then? Not all spaces are made for everybody. And the and the other thing in that Stellar Blade trailer is they were showing her they must have shown her in at least ten different outfits. And some of them were like she was coming straight off the fucking runway. Sure, so that might be like, it's like you make it to dress her up in the and, game. And, That's and the a thing. thing is you could have the experience you want to as well, right? You could pick one of the outfits where she's covered head to toe. Right. And then Problem I mean, solved. I mean, you saw her in that trailer. She had a... I mean, is it ridiculous that she's fighting in heels? Well, of course it is. Okay, but, but what superhero she, movie? What This right. is not like... <gasps> Stellar Blade's the first to do saying, this. She also had like a quote-unquote 
I mean, it was like a normal body. She wasn't like ridiculously proportioned. I mean, she had I didn't a big, think so. She had like a big ass, but it wasn't like... Oh, well, she had like, ass and titties, but everybody in video games has ass and titties. It wasn't like Kim Kardashian with the giant melon she had shoved up there or something. Yeah, it wasn't you know? anything like... I didn't find it gratuitous. No, it was, and they were showing her in shots where she just had pants and a shirt on. So if you don't want to see her half naked... Just put on the pants. I mean, my whole point is if if you are morally like you have a problem with the game, don't don't engage with the game. Don't buy the game. Don't buy it. And well, and it goes both ways as well. I think you you strice and affect games as well. And and I noticed people did this with the Harry Potter game where and I mean, don't get me wrong. I agree. I didn't want to play the Harry Potter game. It could have been the greatest game ever. I still didn't want to play it because J.K. Rowling is a piece of shit. Is a massive piece of shit. And that's my position. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't go on the internet and I didn't go around. If people like some of my friends were like because they don't a lot of people this is the other thing we got to remember. A lot of people don't even know. Folks aren't terminally online like oh, we are. I have friends that don't even know J.K. Rowling's a huge piece of shit. So they like Harry Potter. They grew up with Harry Potter. They want to play the Harry Potter game. Fine. I didn't go and berate them. No. I was just like, uh, you know, I'm you know not what interested. I'm doing? I'm berating them in private. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Behind their back. Yeah. Where they won't cry. Right. Um, not to your face. Because if you want to play the transphobes game, that's great. But I don't know. I, it's, with Harry Potter, especially, I'm, I'm kind of of the mind of like, one, read another fucking book. But whatever. People like what they like. It's fine. I I think she's... And I guess some people maybe don't know, but it's it's like I think she's pretty fucking far out there with and very vocal about right. it. I I don't understand how you can. I know it's hard because some people got a lot out of those those books and stuff, but it's like I liked them a lot too. But she's a piece of shit. I don't want to engage with the media anymore. Right. So and I, and, and I agree with you. You know I do. But I there's just, some people my, who don't. Who don't. don't. One, a lot of people don't even know. They go to fucking work every day. They work their nine to five. They're not on the fucking internet, on Twitter, reading a bunch of horse shit about who said what this way. Right. You know? Sure. And they just don't know. A lot of people straight up don't know. Right. Because people have lives. And, they live normal right. lives. And unlike all us. they know is, oh, I saw a commercial of the Harry Potter game is coming out. I like Harry Potter. I'm going to buy the game. That's mm-hmm. all they know. And, you know, when that game was coming out, I didn't go online. And start berating people and be like, you don't, you shouldn't play this. You shouldn't buy no, this. No, I, I didn't either. It. I mean, I talked about it. It's still a topic that we bring up because there's folks that we do know that are very well aware of how Miss uh, Rowling is and are still perfectly comfortable engaging with the media. And, and you know, look, that game ended up doing some crazy ass sales or something. I think they sold like 22 million copies or something ridiculous. And... <laughs> Was that maybe always going to happen just because Harry Potter is a big IP and the game got good reviews and so on? Maybe. But I also think when you spend so much time telling people, don't play this, don't support it. Oh, you might be getting some spite buys? You might be generating quite a few spite buys because humans, by their nature, don't like to be told not to do something. That's true. And I think you're pushing people into doing things. And I think... I'm not going to be surprised if the same thing happens with Stellar Blade because it's it's an exclusive. 
So you're going to have the console warriors coming to its defense as well. All sure. the Sony fanboys are going to be like, oh, it's exclusive. We got to support it. I love my big titty waifus, you know. And all of a sudden, you might take a game. Let's say Stellar Blade was going to sell a million copies. Well, if you push another million people into buying it who weren't going to before just because you've pissed them off. Well, and it's not even that. It's just with all that chatter, people may have not heard of it otherwise. now you're generating... That's another thing. You're boosting the game and you're generating free marketing for them. That's what they... That's why they've gotten rid of their... Like, their marketing departments are, like, non-existent anymore. Because it's like, all we have to do is you throw a little, like, chum out there on uh, fucking Twitter or whatever. You get people going. Mm Mm-hmm. And there you go. Or, or the best marketing I've noticed is when you get some big Twitch person to play the game. Because oh, yeah. if they play it for three, four hours, those 100,000 people that were watching them are going to propagate. They're going to be like, oh, I was watching so-and-so play this. And they're going to tell all their friends. Mm-hmm. And that's way more valuable than a commercial you ran during a football game. Yep, thousand percent. To me. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Well, no, because you actually get to see it played. Yeah. And that tells you a lot more than a 30-second, minute-long commercial. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. Is the game going to be any good? I have no idea. Well, who I just knows? Thought the, I just thought the discourse around it was very interesting. And I also think it just plays into that general everyone's so angry all the time on the internet. And maybe that's more of a referendum on our world as a whole. No, but it's like... Because there's the anon, the you're yelling anon- at a nameless, faceless yeah. person that you don't care if you hurt their feelings. So you, you can shout an and asshole. scream and whatever, and it's just kind of like that's why I got off to Twitter. I was like, yeah. I don't need this. This is just stressing me out, man. You know, I've got my little my little Tumblr hovel, and I'm happy there. Yeah, and it's I have a you know I have a couple discords where I talk with people about Nike, and you know. It's just talking about like, oh, what characters are good and what situation. Well, and like, honestly, and I do. I am in a couple little Discord communities, uh, both which are related to the shock and surprise of no one. But one is for a podcast and others just from some fans of it. And it has just been nice to be like, this is just a spot where we can just enjoy the thing that we enjoy mm-hmm. and just talk about it without having to worry about some random asshole flying in. Right. And being like, well, actually, and, 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 actually exactly. things and it, sucks. And it would be so weird if someone jumped on a Discord for Nikkei and they were like, Nikkei fucking blows and why do you play this game? It was like, what, you're, what, what you're, do you, what, this is not the audience, pal. What are you doing here? Right. <laughs> yeah. It'd just be so strange. Um, I don't know. And look, I mean, it's, I just feel like make the game at the end of the day make the thing you want to make whether it's a game or a movie or a tv show and you know under the great old capitalist system if it makes money well you've done the right thing and if it doesn't you haven't i mean you know i could think of countless examples of you know i think like call of duty warzone and apex legends and fortnite i think these are all like bad unfun games well they made a kajillion dollars right so what does my opinion matter? No, honestly, what we need, and I saw a post about this somewhere like a couple of weeks ago, it was just we need like, and this doesn't really apply to that, but everything shouldn't be made for everyone. You need yeah. niche stuff, you know? Well, and I think that actually plays into another thing I was going to talk about, which I will get back around to that point at some, at some 
point in the near future. Nebulous point in the future. Um, mm. Which is shitloads of layoffs are happening in the video game industry in the past year. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. I think something like, I think the numbers I saw was last year, 9,000 people were laid off across the whole video game industry. And so far already this year, I think another 6,000 have been laid off. And the general feeling seems to be this is only the beginning. Well, because it's it's they're trying to get line to go up by yeah. reducing their overhead, reducing your workforce. If well, we can't make money this way, we're going to have to cut how many people that we pay or have actually hired on in like uh, uh, positions that get benefits. Well, and I think there's I think what happened was and this is the part that sucks about well, it. Well, you also had that big merger. Because that, that was, was this yeah, one. Yeah, this yeah. last lit was like Microsoft. And I, yeah, right? I was gonna, I was gonna get to that as well. But yes, Microsoft laid off nineteen hundred people at Activision Blizzard, and it wasn't either. And this is the thing: it wasn't the merger layoffs, which is you know, oh well, we don't need their PR department. We already have a PR department. You sure, know, it wasn't those. It was they cut off huge parts of all the various teams working on Call of Duty. They cut off a team that part of the team that works on Overwatch. You know, they cut a lot of actual game developers. Mm -hmm. And so coming back around to it, though, it's um, my thing is what seems to have happened is COVID hit. All of a sudden, everyone's trapped in their house. They're playing shitloads more video games than they were before. Sure. And the whole video game industry reacted and they said, oh shit, is this the new baseline? Are people just going to play video games like crazy? And they hired and they hired and they ballooned out their staffs. And then COVID quote unquote ended and people started playing video games less more to a more normal level right. of where it was like we're not stuck in the house we can actually go outside now and see people yeah. and yeah and all of a sudden they're not making the revenue they thought they were going to or they're not making the sales they thought they were going to on certain games whatever happened and now they're coming in with all these layoffs and it's happening across the entire industry it's not just microsoft it's everyone mm-hmm But interestingly enough, it's not happening to the Japanese video game developers because they didn't make all these crazy ass bets and start hiring like crazy. And this is the part where I have an issue. It's one, you did the bullshit where you did these soft layoffs where you said, oh, you can all work from home, but just kidding, not anymore. Now you got to move wherever to work from the office. And if you can't, well, then you're quitting. Right. Essentially. Right. Which is bullshit. Agreed. Like if the terms of my employment were when I was hired that I can live wherever I want to live. Right. I'm going to take you at your word and live where I want to live. Yeah. And then now we're starting to see now the real layoffs are happening. Right. And I think there's only going to be more and there might even be some studio closures and stuff like that. Could be. And this is where I have an issue, which is. You hired all these people. Well, you offered someone a job. Of course, they're going to take it. Who's at fault here? The executives. And I understand, you know, whatever fucking Phil Spencer makes, if you just cut his salary in half, that doesn't really affect anything all that much. Mm -hmm. You need to, it's like you firing, you know, 
6,000 people, that clears up a shitload of overhead. I understand that. But who made that decision? Who made that bet? Oh, right. That person's fine. And why is it that all these executives around, I'm just using the video game industry as an example, but this happens in all industries. How come these guys never have to fall on the fucking sword? And you know, the thing is, when they fall on the sword, they fall on the sweet sword with the $50 million golden parachute. Well, right. They get to like, they get paid to go away. When you get pay- when you get fired, if you're lucky, maybe you get three months of severance or something Maybe. Like that. Yeah. Right. Maybe. If they're feeling real generous. Yeah. You know, if Phil Spencer gets fired, he's still going to be in his sweet ass mansion. He's going to be just he fine. Lives, and he never has to lift a finger for the rest of his life and he'll be all good. Mm-hmm. And look, Phil's a great marketer. I see Phil when he does the interviews. It seems like a nice guy. Maybe he's a great guy. I have no idea. Doesn't change the fact that he, along with everyone else, I'm just using him as an example, made all these bets Mm -hmm. that, oh, the video game industry is going to boom. We're going to make all this money. It's going to be crazy. Everyone was wrong. Well, you also have to like, because you've said that. Why are these people getting fired? There haven't been good games that have come out, but Microsoft, especially, it sounds like, hasn't been putting out good products no like last year from a video game standpoint was maybe one of the best years in video games ever from like a quality single player game perspective Mm -hmm. but microsoft isn't there like you might get one game a year from them that's good but that's the thing if you're not five trillion students and you're working these people to death but you're putting out like garbage products yeah you're not going to make the money that you need to support well, and I think about, you know, when you're talking about Activision Blizzard, you come in. Well, first of all, you look like a huge piece of shit because Phil Spencer went around the Blizzard campus and told them all, we're going to bring Blizzard back to its former glory. It's going to be amazing. He's talking to everyone there. He's taking pictures or there's like a thousand people standing behind him and everyone looks so happy. All fired. We got rid of Bobby Kotick. Yeah, everything's fucking great. Yeah, we had to pay him a trillion dollars to go away, but whatever. Fuck that guy, right? right? And then Microsoft comes in, boom, 1900 to you, you're out the door. And if you think that's it, there's going to be more. And well, the worry, you go, if you, you know, when you're doing your grand fucking tour, oh, I know, you know, they you're know. firing all these people. Oh, yeah. Why do that tour? That's such stupid PR. I think they feel that they, because you do have to go out because you don't want people panicking, even though that's already there. It's yeah. just, it's just something you do. I'm not saying it's right because it's not. And here's my thing, okay. But my concern then is you're losing all of the people who made the games what they are, for better, for worse. Right. It's all just going to turn into this gray, samey, like whatever made it special is just going to go away. Well, I think about... Because it's going to be getting made by all the same people. Overworked people. You know, I think about a game like Destiny. And one of the parts of Destiny that they've never had any problems on is the music. Mm-hmm. It's always been great in Destiny. And they came along when they did those layoffs a few months ago. And we talked about that on here. One of the people they fired was the lead composer. Because he had been at Bungie forever. And he was probably making a shitload of money. And they said, well, one easy way to save up, save some money is to fire the guy who's making the most money in this department. Because mm-hmm. we think we can carry on without him. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I guess we'll see. But 
you know. But you're losing something. It, the game you're, is you're, losing you're, something. You're losing something. And because think know, of think of the original Halo, the music from that. If right. that didn't have that original music, the music is intrinsically tied into that game's experience. Right. It would. It would be. It would be a lesser experience for it. Yeah, you you'll be able to that music that played when you were riding on the fucking road dog, you'll be able to remember that for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know, you know, because to me, a game like Call of Duty is already on the downfall. And I think well, it that, has been for, it, right. It has been for a long time, but I think it's really like even the general public is catching up now to how bad it is. Well, because you can't put something out every single year. And here's the and thing. expect it to still be good. I think Kodak knew that, which is why he wanted to sell the company and get out. Um, but also, let's just say for the sake of argument, Sony or Nintendo bought Activision and they came in and laid off 1,900 people. Well, I would say my reaction to that would be, well, it really sucks that those people lost their jobs. But if Sony or Nintendo thinks these are redundant positions... They know what they're doing. They're probably right. So you just, the faith in Microsoft. But gone. Microsoft, they can't get a quality game out the fucking door. And I'm not sure they, I'm not sure anybody there knows what they're doing. So, I mean, frankly, for whatever spill Phil Spencer's making, they could hire me for, you know, a million dollars a year and I could do as good of a job. I guarantee you I could do as good of a job as Phil Spencer has done over the five or so years he's been. But I would say part of the problem is... the reality, Erica, is they are getting stomped by Sony. But are people still buying their games? Not really. But are they still making money? I don't know. If they weren't making money, something would change. Here's what's interesting. Oh, I, I feel gross. I feel gross. Here's what's interesting is things are changing because the rumor is, and this is starting to get confirmed from a bunch of different people who have different sources within Microsoft, is that Microsoft is going to start releasing more games on third-party platforms like PlayStation. So the rumor is Hi-Fi Rush. Didn't you send something about, was it Starfield? Sea of Thieves and Starfield may be appearing on the PlayStation very soon. That's crazy. And that is a clear strategy change, right? Well, it's essentially, yeah, what console wars then? Getting rid of some of your exclusives. That's my question is, okay, if I'm just Joe Schmo buying a console for my kid, if I have general knowledge of this, why, what reason would I buy an Xbox when Sony has all the Xbox games on PlayStation and they have their games? Right. Isn't that kind of a no-brainer? To me, it is. So, I can't say I understand, but maybe the mindset is from Microsoft above is, hey, we've let you buy everything under the fucking sun, and there's no return. We need the returns. We need to make this money. Sure. But it it it's it seems weird, though, right? Because it's like, you're not it's driving people... Certainly not the business we're used to. ...to your console. And it's like, well, then why would I buy your console if your games are going to be elsewhere? Why even bother with the console, then? I don't know. You know what I mean? 
I don't know what the mindset is. Maybe the mindset is just we want you playing our games wherever you may play them. And if we're making money from Sony or we're making money on our own platform or for Nintendo or from the PC or from mobile, wherever. But it's only a few, right? It's not like Halo's going to be. Well, right. But what, what well, who knows? Halo, who knows? What if Halo is on PlayStation? That'd be fucking crazy, wouldn't it? I mean, that's a brand they've done so much damage to. Does it even matter anymore? I mean, that's fair. Those are never my games. I only ever yeah. watched you play them. I only know what you've told me, that it has been quite the swift downfall. But that's the problem. There isn't... You're, you have workers working on things who, have, who are underpaid, overworked, so the quality isn't there. Right. You have folks running things that either just don't know what they're doing or are just kind of like, we need to get something out the door and it doesn't matter what it looks like. Well, and when you own so much, well, that's like the Microsoft does now, you have no choice but to delegate. Phil Spencer can't possibly know everything that's going on. Right. So he can only go to the people who are overseeing developers and divisions and publishers, as it were. Because remember, they bought Bethesda. Ton, right. That's a publisher. They bought Activision Blizzard. That's a publisher. Right. He's They're not going through huge companies and like having one-on-ones with all these people on any right. kind of regular basis. So he has to, in theory, appoint people he trusts to tell them to tell him what the fuck is going on and how games are coming along and what's good or not. But when everything comes out and it's okay, I mean, that's a problem. And mm-hmm. then. You have the issue of, is Game Pass a sustainable business model? And the answer, since they want to release their games on other platforms, might be no. Because, you know, you look at your Spider-Mans or Last of Us or Horizon or whatever. These games have 300, 400, 500 million dollar budgets. How do you make a game like that on a $15 a month subscription? You need that $70 purchase. Right. Well, because with the subscription, well, and the $70 purchase for each game. Right. With the subscription, a $15 subscription, I'm getting all the games for $15 a month. Right. So, I mean, they're what they're hoping for is that, that just subscription model where it's like you've just got that. People forget that they have it. Right. But do you have enough money then to make the quality of game that's expected? I think the answer has been no. no. Well, this is the other thing. It's I I and I used to point to kind of Critical Role as an example of this, but they're becoming their own kind of big corporation, like their own thing now. And I mean, good for them. You know, they've they've done the groundwork. You know, you've been working real hard for. And they've been streaming for like eight or nine years now, and you're hitting it big, and that's awesome. But it is also like entertainment that's unlike anything else and everything else is just so like samey it's boring yeah everything you watch is just kind of like what like what makes this different than anything yeah you know like most of the stuff on netflix it's like you get eight episodes maybe 10 episodes and it's just all kind of 
And I think a lot of people like that, right? I think that's why your CSIs of the world or whatever. Sure. FBI's sure, or Orders sure. are so popular because this is my, this is my comfy TV. What's I easy. sit down, I throw it on in the background, I read my fucking newspaper or I... Right, I'm know, only half paying attention. Right. I don't have to really like... But everything should be like that. No, I agree. That's yeah. why that, there has to like be... Like there has to be like the smaller studios or the smaller like companies that are putting stuff out that isn't for they're not trying to get everybody's money we have our little niche and we're trying to do it well and that's one of the things i like about an anime that's subtitled because i have to watch it agreed if i don't if i'm not looking at the screen i'm not watching it i literally have have no no clue what's going on going on because i can't understand the words thousand percent i mean i should be able to by now but i can't um but oh, if I'm watching something new, I want to be engaged. I want—I don't want to be sitting on my phone. I want to actually be like, oh, this is interesting. Like, I actually want to see what's happening. Not, oh, let me fuck around on Tumblr while this is just background noise. And the other thing about these layoffs, and I understand the executives running these companies probably don't give two fucks, but how are you supposed to make a better game with less people well, your morale has just been destroyed. But they don't care. They don't see it that way. They don't care about that. All that matters, all that matters is line goes up. I know, but it's hard to make the line go up but, when your game quality keeps going down. I agree with you. But in the short term, line goes up because we just dumped a bunch of people. Yeah. And that that's a way to make the line go up. Yeah, you're right. So, okay, we did that for this quarter. We don't have anything good. What are we going to do next quarter? We're going to lay off a whole bunch of more people. Until that's not sustainable. And then we'll find another way to cannibalize ourselves to make the line go up. Until you saw it happen. This is the problem of a publicly traded company is the line must always go up. And there's no such thing as perpetual growth. That's just not a thing that can happen. You're going to reach a ceiling. It's like with the WWE Network. Remember? It was like, oh, we were expecting to get whatever number of uh, subscribers and it was like no you're probably gonna have right around like what was it five million ten million somewhere in there yeah yeah it was like i forget what numbers they were claiming they were going to get on the network when it first launched but that was horrendously it was like there's no way that's gonna happen i knew that was wrong the moment i read it i mean and it was an incredible like that 9.99 was an incredible deal for what you got oh yeah but even that it showed was not sustainable because after a while it was like, you get everything, but you got to pay for WrestleMania. Then you get everything, but you get, then you got to pay for Survivor Series and like the big four you're right. going to have to pay for. And then they were like, oh, wait, we can get big money from this other company. Okay. Yeah. We're just going to do that then. Yeah. Because you can't. Yeah. It sounds great. And you get people subscribed, but then it's like, oh, I'm going to have to pay for extra stuff. Why am I going to? I've watched everything I want to watch. Why am I going to hang around? Yeah, and I just think about, you know, I mean, I guess I'm on an anti-capitalism rant right now, but when, you, when you're when you a publicly traded company and your investors always want more and more and more, I just don't know how you're constantly chasing that. And, and maybe there is something to be said for some of these companies being privately owned Maybe you, it's like, and, and this is the, this is the downside of selling, right? It's like a, you know, I'll just use the Nikkei example, okay? That game is literally just artwork 
with some gameplay mm-hmm. that doesn't really... I mean, they tweak it a little bit. They sure. do some patches or whatever. But at the end of the day, the 30 million or 40 million or whatever they're making every fucking month, I guarantee you their overhead is nowhere near that. And so if you... And that's, I believe, a privately owned company. They should be thrilled, right? And it's like, oh my God, we don't need the number to go up. If we can just maintain this, we're going to line our pockets with insane amounts of money. But the problem but if they come becomes, along and they sell themselves to say Microsoft or something. Because when somebody rolls up with, hey, here's five billion dollars, oh sure, you're not going to be like. Nah. Don't get me wrong. No, you're taking that money every time. I'd take the fucking money. And that's the problem. I totally understand that. The private company is like, okay, we want to build up our thing. We're going to make it good. And then we're going to sell it to a bigger company that's just going to, like, osmosis it in and, like, cannibalize it for parts. And whatever that good thing that we made, it's just going to become part of the ubiquitous gray blob. Right. And isn't going to matter anymore. And that's everything. No, that is, that is everything. And that's where we're getting with the video game industry is there's so much consolidation. I just don't see how it's sustainable. And I think we're seeing that it's not. It's not. It's not. You're seeing the same thing with mo- the entertainment, movies and stuff. It's all getting like... but And it's it's just, it's not sustainable. Especially if you're not making stuff. And you can't be making because you're just not giving it what it needs to breathe it's all gonna be just garbage and it's like i'm not gonna spend my time on garbage and people will some people will but you're not gonna be able to it's like with movies not everything is gonna make a billion dollars and not everything should make a billion dollars how about we focus on making a good movie for like 30 40 50 million yeah get some and you don't get some word of mouth out there make something that's actually like good you will make your money back and, and that's another th- point is every video game doesn't have to be a fucking $200 million exactly. ridiculous bloated budget game. Because I don't want to play the same make thing. Make a streamlined experience that's for a certain audience and make your money. Make a profit. Well, see, there's the key. A certain audience. And then look at a game like Hades. You think that game had a $100 million budget? No, no fucking way. Absolutely not. But whatever they made that m- game for, they made boatloads of money because it was unique it was fun the artwork was outstanding music was great yeah it was quirky it was it was it was a good game it was a lot of fun and it had it's had staying power yeah and you're getting a fucking sequel was that game for everybody absolutely not but it doesn't have to be for everybody yeah everything should not be for everyone because when you start doing that the work suffers. The art suffers. And I don't want anything to do with that kind of shit. Yeah. So I've been reading more. I just feel like I, I can get more from from books than I can just like other stuff. Because it's not always the same story. Or the same thing. You get a lot of differences and it's, yeah. Well, I feel like... So many of these companies have done it to themselves where the quality suffers and it's obvious the reasons why, you know, one, when you lay people off, that's going to demoralize people for a good period of time. And then they're sitting there like, oh my God, am I going to get laid off? Should I be looking for another job? Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. And when you're looking for other jobs, you know what you're not doing? You're working. Job. Right. <laughs> so, right. and you're not going to put, 
I feel like so many of these companies shot themselves in the foot when they got rid of stuff like pensions and reasons to be loyal to a company to stick around. Because when you're with a company to me for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, whatever, you have a loyalty to that company because they've been loyal to you and they've been loyal to your output. You would think. And you're invested in that you've helped build up this Mm -hmm. place to where it is and you've helped keep it around. No company thinks that way anymore. I know. But what I'm saying is that helps your output. That helps Oh, a thousand percent. Happy workers? You want happy workers. I saw something, and I mean, take it with a grain of salt, but like the person who, because I think Disney and Pixar laid off a bunch of people. Okay. And the person who, when Toy Story 2 was in development, and again, grain of salt, this is just something I saw. Um, Though this was true, they almost lost that entire movie. It somehow got like corrupted or deleted, and an animator happened to have a copy on like their their own PC or something. I was like, oh no, I got it. We're okay. That person got laid off in this latest round of layoffs. That's a person should have a job for life. Exactly. But these companies don't have any loyalty to you. So loyalty to you, you are literally just you're a line on a ledger. So well, you should not have any loyalty to these companies. And you get companies. these managers and these executives where they bitch now that, oh, no one's doing work. People work remotely and they're not doing anything. Which is bullshit. People, I know. We know that's not true. I know. But I'm just presenting their bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, oh, everyone we hire, they leave a year later. Everyone's always quitting and going to another job. You fostered that environment. Well, and if you're not... Uh, if you don't have a good work-life balance, if you're not paying people enough, like if you're paying me dog shit and I'm working my ass off and then I look over there and company B is like, yeah, we're still going to work the hell out of you, but you're going to be making like 30 grand more a year. Right. Why the fuck would I stay over here? Exactly. At least I'm getting if, paid for my effort over there. If you're working somewhere. Fuck off. And you, someone comes and headhunts you for a 20% raise to do the same fucking job and you have no pension and no reason to stay, why wouldn't you go? You'd be stupid not to. Well, and if you can find a job with a pension, oh yeah, you go there and you stay there. Nowhere has pensions anymore. Government jobs have pensions. That's it. Yeah, And, And that would be, if you can stomach it, that would be the job to get right is some sort of federal or state job. If you can get in, because it can be hard to get into those positions as well. Yeah. No, if you can get a job with a pension, you never leave that shit once you're it's, vested. It's, yeah, it's shit like the fucking, you know, the post office. Right. Post if you, office, if fire. You start there when you're fucking Don't be a cop. You don't want to be a cop. <laughs> <laughs> If you, I think being a cop where we live would be one of the easiest jobs you could yeah, possibly you, do. Yeah, you don't want to be a fucking Still cop. Will, you know. <laughs> I always do because he watches a lot of Paw Patrol now. The the police dog's name is Chase. You, you whisper in her ear. Oh, no. I'm like, yeah, we don't like the A-cab dog. Fuck that dog. <laughs> <laughs> you talk to the fireman dog. Marshall's the good dog. Anyway. But, you know, if you... If you can, you know, stomach eating shit for two, three years at the post office when you're 18 years old, you'll be set for life. You can't get fired from that job. You're going to get a good pension. Mm -hmm. You're going to be good. But 
is it maybe the most enjoyable work of all time? Probably not. No. But well, being a firefighter ain't no uh, uh, picnic either, but... No. no, it doesn't really matter where you live. There's going to be fires. Yes, yes. And they're going to be dangerous, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But you're compensated fairly well. Yeah. And you get a fucking pension for now. Yeah. And that's and those, a lot of those people got to keep fighting, too, because mm-hmm. they're always trying to... Oh, yeah, they try to fuck away. with that shit all the time. But this is why you have a union to help you pr- well, protect those if things. If you have a good union. Right. It's just, it's, you see it happening and it's just, you know where it's heading. There's going to be this giant crash and it's, it's, good stuff will come from, from the ashes, but it's just kind of like, maybe, why does this always have to happen? Like, why do these cycles have to happen? Like, well, can we, we not see what's going on? I, f- I'm worried that technology is starting to move at a pace that's so far beyond what anyone can keep up with that you're going to end up with a lot of really bad outcomes. And I think the obvious example is all this machine learning stuff that's happening now. There's going to be so many jobs in the next five to 10 years that are going to be completely eliminated. Mm -hmm. And what the fuck are we going to do as a society when overnight five million jobs vanish well and this is what nobody thinks about right and it's like okay but if there aren't people with like money to buy like your products then you you don't have a you don't have a company anymore yeah i don't know why they don't think that way but it's just kind of if new jobs don't like pop up to like like people gotta live people gotta eat yeah and if they don't people get mad and that that can turn bad but and maybe in other countries, maybe in France, but here people just kind of keep to just keeps going along. I think. Well, my uh, dad always famously said when the crash happened in what was that, two thousand eight? He thought that shit was gonna get gnarly, but it never really did. Yeah, and you have stuff like you know, you go to the grocery store just like I do. The prices are absolutely insane, and it's not inflation. It's just pure. Oh, no, this is all greed. And there's been plenty of articles written about it. Like, no, 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 no. These prices are still high because these fuckers are just greedy. Yeah. That's all it is. And it's like, okay, you want to, like, win my vote? Like, can we do something about that? Well, and I've been reading the people who are really struggling are the ones who make just enough money where they don't qualify for food stamps any public assistance now they call it like a snap i think right snap benefits yeah yeah um you know and so if you make just enough money where you don't qualify for that and then in two years the prices of everything have seemingly doubled you're not seemingly they have yeah it's like you're fucked like you have to buy something like you gotta eat yeah do you have to buy mcdonald's or five guys no you don't have to buy that but you have to buy something but sometimes that's the cheapest option for people yeah you know i just and then folks you get like the vilification of like oh you're poor why are you fat it's like well this is what i can afford to feed my family with yeah and it's not nutritious stuff so how about you mind your own fucking business i just don't i just don't know how you have all these things happening at the same time and it seems like we're headed for some really bad outcomes but 
I don't know what you do about it. Well, you need a government that, you know, actually does stuff, first of all. Um, you need to actually pass laws and things of that nature, just not yeah. stay at a stalemate. And, you know, say what you want about Biden. At least he's done, like, he has tried to do some things that, you know, what he can do. When you can only do so much. You can only do so much with executive orders, right? Congress doesn't want to do anything. Right. So, and it's just kind of, it's, yeah. Be like a fun shit show year. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, It is crazy, though, because I do a lot of our shopping for, like, like eggs, milk. I'll go to, like, Aldi. Mm-hmm. Like, eggs are a dollar cheaper at Aldi. Well, and that's the thing is you have to shop around, but that's also... that's Well, also, we're lucky. We're in an area where we have multiple grocery stores. They have to compete with each other, yeah. There's a lot of places where you either don't you have, like have a grocery store or, or you maybe have one. There's some places that don't have any grocery stores. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're very fortunate. We live in an area where there's five or six stores that are competing with each other. Yeah, and but no, I go into Pete's. I go into Jewel. I'm looking like twelve dozen or a dozen eggs are two fifty. You go to Aldi, it's a dollar fifty. Yeah, you never buy anything at Jewel that's not on sale. It's well, I I don't go there. Jewel's brutal when it's the not ghost of Bob goes there. I won't go to Jewel. I go to Pete's. I go to Caputo's, and I go to Aldi's, and that's my uh. My trifecta of stores I go to. Do you have a favorite? Um, Just for like variety's sake, I do like Caputo's. They've mm-hmm. got a really good produce section. Yeah, I like Caputo's. And they've got some good sales too. You can get good deals on like chicken and shit. Well, and that's, and that's the thing. And that's the... You have to shop the where, sales. Right. And that's where, you know... But do you have a car? And if you don't have a car, do you have a bus route that goes by these places so you can go and like... Right. There's so much that just stacks all on top of each other that people just don't think about that it's like... Like, if you don't have a car in this country, you are fucked. Yeah. Especially if you live in the suburbs. You are mega level fucked. Yeah, no, that's for sure. That's something I hadn't even really thought about that I was about to say. But I was also going to say, you know, like you said, we're very lucky that we have so many grocery stores around us. Like if we wanted to, we could walk to the grocery store. Yeah. And we're also very lucky that we have the time to go to different grocery stores and say, hey, I'm going to hit Pete's. I'm going to hit Aldi's. I'm going to hit Jewel. Right. Because a lot of people, they might be working so much or Or they work a couple jobs and they just don't have time or whatever. And they just literally do not have time and they have to go to the one grocery store and they might just have to eat shit. Well, that's why when it's always the, well, you just need to work harder. It's like, you don't know what hard work is. These people are working themselves to death for nothing. You want to do the Dusty Roads promo? Hard times. What do you got? I, I can't I can't remember. I don't know the whole thing, but <laughs> But no man, it's serious. When the textile workers got laid off. That's hard times, Daddy. <laughs> but it is Rick Flair put Dusty Roads on hard times. <laughs> but it is Rick it's, Flair. Uh, he, uh, the way that man used to talk. <laughs> what a joy. But it's just it's like, yeah, you're you're up in your, like, cushy whatever-the-fuck job that, like, you lucked into from whatever reason, and you're, like, one massive medical emergency away from being mega-level fucked. Yeah. Like, shut up. Just shut up, okay? Everybody's trying their hardest. 
Are there some people gaming the system? Absolutely and good for them. But, like, yeah. you know, it's, it's tough out there. Well, this is the type of crazy thing. We can't even agree as a society that healthcare should just be available for all. We can't even agree to that. Because and there's this weird, like, people like to think. Oh, my health care is going to get worse, and I'm going to call, and I'm going to have to wait two it's, months. It's not even that. Well, I mean, you got to wait two fucking months anyway to I get know, in anywhere. It's like, what are you even fucking talking about? It's, it's, well, I've done things correctly. I've lived my life correctly. I have a good job with good health care because I did something right. I'm yeah. being rewarded for doing something right. Those people who can't get this stuff, they must be doing something wrong. And it's, that's not, no. Yeah. No. No. Oh, sometimes the chips just didn't fall your way and you didn't do anything wrong. No. Absolutely just, not. Maybe you, maybe you didn't have all the help that other people did. And a lot of people get a lot of help that they don't like recognize as yeah. help. Uh, maybe you weren't just, you just weren't born to the right family. It could be just as simple as that. Yep. And then you have to work three times as hard to get to the other same place as another person. I do love the, uh, the, uh, against the, the like government, uh, 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 Medicare or whatever the fuck. But it's like, my dad is on it now and he's like, Oh, it's fucking great. They pay for everything. I'm like, yeah, but <clears throat> the whole like, oh, you'd have to wait. You'd have to wait if our if our, our Medicare or if our medicine was like uh, uh, Canada's or whatever. And it's like, are are you not waiting now? Whenever I call to make an appointment, I have to wait at least four or five months. Yeah. Who's getting into the going. doctor like right away? That's not a thing. Unless you go to the emergency room because you're actively dying. I actually. Um... I go to a, you know, once a year I go to an ENT that looks in my ear or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, after I had all the fun times with the fungal infection. You just got like a standing like once a year appointment yeah, just, just to, to check up on shit. And, yeah, make sure, you know, there's no more. Um, Makes sense. Know, the last of us fungal growing in my fucking ear, you know. Alex um, comes over one day and it's like, oh, no, <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, and, and, and she had recommended to me, you know, if, uh, if you want to have someone look at your right ear, I recommend, you know, you can go to this doctor at Northwestern, whatever, um, you know, the hospital, mm -hmm. not it's under Northwestern's banner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you know, he'll take a look and we could, you know, you could see if there's any possible options, you know, what you could do. And I was surprised when I called that it was only like, oh yeah, I can get you in in like a month. And I was like, that's really not too bad <laughs> you know? nope we recently switched doctors because our insurance uh or the old uh system decided not to work with our insurance anymore which was rad and so we had to switch over to a bunch of stuff and it didn't take like super long but it was still a couple months to get in yeah. and it's just the other one it was like you try to make an appointment and because everyone uh, one of the doctors um I see now used to work for the other uh, uh, hospital and she was just like, it's a fucking, they've fired a bunch of, they've gotten rid of a bunch of support staff. So everybody is vastly overworked. It's the same story. Same story, different book. Vastly underpaid. Everybody's running around like chickens with their head cut off. There's not enough doctors. Anytime they lose a doctor, they're like, oh, well, that's just a cost savings. And what did she say to me? They lost like three pediatric doctors and the higher up said, oh, we're not going to backfill those positions because 
there's no money in pediatrics, so we're just not going to bother. And I was like, you're a fucking hospital. <laughs> really? Well, I've noticed stuff um, when I've been at hospitals recently in the past few months for various reasons. Um, I've noticed they have much less nurses than they used to. And what they've done to replace these people is they've hired, I don't even know what the position is called, but I guess we'll call them assistants or something. Mm -hmm. And basically, and I looked up this position on like their website just to see what these people are Like a nursing assistant or something? Something like that. But they can't do anything. Like they can like change sheets and shit. Basically, when you call on like the whatever. The little intercom guy. This is who you talk to. And they, these people are making nothing. I mean, we're talking, they make 15 an hour or something. They're just, it's just a, it's like a minimum wage job, basically. Right, right. And. Yeah, because nurses are expensive. And they, all they can do is basically come in and you can be like, oh, so-and-so thing is wrong or whatever. Or I need help with this. And then it's either kind of like, okay, either they help you. If or they, they got to go find someone. It, or they have to go find the actual nurse who can do thing with a needle or IV or whatever. Right. Like all these people can do is maybe help you get up and go to the bathroom or something like that or change sheets on a bed. Like anything other than that, they're not allowed to do it. Right. And this is what they've basically done to replace all the real nurses. Mm-hmm. Rather than pay nurses. Right. Because wait, line got to go up, Alex, even in the healthcare industry. Yeah. So we, we do really seem to be in the old uh, late stage capitalism. Oh, I, big time. And I don't really know where it's going to end up. I mean, it seems like it's going to end up in a bad place. Um, yeah. I just hope I'm dead by the time we get there. <laughs> you know, personally. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But it seems like it's accelerating fast. Seems to be, right? <sighs> Good times. Hey, are you really upset, Erica? As you watch your love football games, that there's so much Taylor Swift on your TV. <laughs> See, here's the annoying thing. So I I don't care. Like, show her the whole time. Just have Taylor Swift, like, picture in picture. That would be funny. I, I genuinely I think they should. do not. They should do that, mostly because it'll piss off the Chuds. And I am all about pissing off the Chuds. The only reason... I think if they did that one game, I think she stopped showing up. Probably, Honestly, because right? that would be so... Could you imagine how irritating that would be for her? Well, right, because, like, like, I gotta... Like oh, I want to itch. I have, like, a scratch. I, I want to, like... Scratch my face. Right, I gotta get to, like, the right angle so it doesn't look like I'm picking my nose. Um, the only reason I give any kind of a shit, half of a shit, about any Taylor Swift song is because of the bear. It is the bear's fault. But, um... No, if you're gonna piss off idiots, show Taylor the whole time. Have Taylor down on the field. Let her like let her throw some passes. The funny. The let funny her do the coin is, flip. I was telling someone the other day, and it's like I don't listen to Taylor Swift. You know, I don't know any fucking Taylor Swift songs. But what you realize is, you know, how all these TV shows they do the thing where they have some person sing a knockoff version of a song. Sure. You know, like every TV show does this. And what you realize is, over time, it's all Taylor Swift. <laughs> There's a lot. Every time you, there's songs that every, you that are hers that you wouldn't realize yeah, are hers. Every show, every time there's someone singing a knockoff song, it's fucking Taylor Swift. It's all Taylor Swift. It's she everywhere. has so much music. She's so popular. It's all Taylor. It's all Taylor all the time. 
No, but what's funny is someone who like ran the numbers, right? Because you had all these people. Oh, Taylor Swift's on the fucking football game. They're showing her all the time. It's so goddamn annoying. It was like 30 someone seconds. Someone ran the numbers. Like the most she's been shown in any game was a minute total. Like a minute. A minute in a three-hour game. It's too much. Who fucking cares? It's too much. Like, do I think it's stupid? Yeah, I think oh, it's stupid. Of course stupid, it's stupid. You know what? When Brady was married to Giselle, they showed Giselle all the fucking time too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a hot, successful woman. Of course they're going to show her. <laughs> like, duh. If, if one of the fucking players was dating, I don't know, Margot Roby... Who do you think they'd be showing in the crowd? They'd be showing Margot Robbie for 30 seconds every game. Right. Duh. Oh, my God. Patrick Mahomes made a great throw. Let's cut to Margot Robbie. <laughs> you know? Like, come on. <clears throat> That's a given. It's just such a... And I think the problem, which is, you know, the internet and social media in and general. Like, what are you missing out on? Nothing. Some, some 30 seconds of, like... Some announcer saying, Nothing. oh, my God, look how he cut an angle here and ran this route. Like, okay. Sorry, I'm They're robbing me of Tony Romo's beautiful visage. Hey, hey, Romo's real good on TV. I'll just say that. <laughs> but you get it's it's the, the complaints and stuff are so amplified about anything anymore. And that's everything. Where it's just like. Why are we even bitching about this? Who fucking cares? Well, and I, yeah, I see that with everything. I see it like I, I listen to this podcast where it's like, you know, pro players. They talk about Overwatch, talk about balance or changes or whatever. You know, it's like only nerd shit that I would care about. And one of the things that always annoys me is they'll be like, oh, I'm read like this stupid take on Twitter. It's like, dude, it's fucking Twitter. You're only getting feedback from idiots. Like, like don't even no, acknowledge it. Don't even acknowledge yeah, it. There's no one. You're not going on Twitter to get good conversation. That's just not the platform. Yeah. Maybe it was at one point for a month. Not, not no anymore. more. And you know, this is one of those funny things, actually. I meant to bring this up earlier. Clearly, Twitter hasn't failed. And I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know if they're, you know, I assume they're hemorrhaging money still, or at least they're not making money. Like well, when everything kind of happened and was it last fall where like everyone was like jumping ship and there was like a, it was a Thursday or a Friday. I think it was a Thursday because I was trying to watch fucking Critical Role and I kind of, not a live blog, but I'll talk with people on Tumblr about it. And it was like running so fucking slow when it was everybody jumping ship and trying to get on the Tumblr. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? You're, you're ruining my experience. Go the fuck away. <laughs> And somebody was like, it's not going to fail overnight. It's going to be a slow, painful, like years long dissolution. But here's the thing. I don't know if it's ever going to fail unless someone comes along and kind of slowly eats their lunch. Like you even saw, you had that Threads app from Instagram come out, There's right? Threads, there's that, Blue Sky, and, but... And it, none of those seem to have taken off. Because here's the problem with it. If it was going to take off, it would have been Threads with the built-in Instagram inst- integration. Right. You already have an account. You sure. just get on there. My whole thing was, and I have a, a Blue Sky. I, I was just kind of like, I hadn't been using Twitter for so long that I was like, I kind of like not having to deal with this nonsense. I just have my Tumblr, so I, I yeah. never check it. I think I check it like I've checked it once in the new year, because it's just like everybody that I talk to is on these is either on Tumblr or I'm in a Discord with, yeah. so I don't really have any reason to be on here. I just, 
I think it's interesting that he laid off so many people. Like, what was it? Literally tens of thousands of people. Like a stupid amount of people, yeah. And it's still fine, you know? Like, it seems to be fine. Like, I'm not saying it's fine from a content perspective or whatever, because the whole thing where it's all filled with nonsense and, you know, right shit and everything, that's not from a lack of people working there. That's because that's what he wants it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, even if they had another 10,000 people on moderation, it would still be the same platform because that's what he wants it to be. So I just, it's interesting that he came along and just fired fucking everybody seemingly but yet Twitter is still running and maybe it's not getting any new features or maybe they're not playing around with I it. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. I don't follow Twitter that close, but from just the outside looking in, I don't use fucking Twitter. I don't have a Twitter account, but from the outside looking in, even with all the stupid changes, it seems like Twitter is still chugging along. Like, I don't know if it's losing money. I don't know if it's making money. I have. No I would idea. imagine just with all the advertisers jumping ship that it's got to be. Because some people just can't quit it. and and they, Yeah, for sure. And, and they also made all those changes that I felt were super, like, not user-friendly, right? The stuff where you can't even look at Twitter profiles anymore when you're not logged in or yeah. see tweets unless it's, like, one linked tweet, but you can't see the thread. And it's just, I mean, these are all really aggravating stuff, but apparently Twitter just keeps on checking out. It's so on. ingrained in some people's, like, that's just, that's that's their app. And maybe, I don't get it. And, and maybe this is like the great thing of being like one of the richest people on the planet is he can buy something and it can lose $30 billion of value. But maybe if he gets it to a point where the thing is kind of just breaking even ish. Was Twitter he ever can, breaking even though? No, but I'm saying maybe if he can get it. Oh, there, by like firing everyone except right. somebody like chained to a computer in a closet. <laughs> right. But if he can get it there and now you get to take control of the public discourse, that's highly valuable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he has so much money. What does he care if Twitter is worth a quarter of what he paid for? it? Maybe he doesn't. I, I don't, don't know. know. It's just very... It's very interesting to look at. I think he cares more about the aesthetics or the way like it looks from the outside. You know, he just wants that. Right. You know? I'm, I, this is the center of the universe and I'm at the top of it. You're right. Love me because my father didn't hug me enough. <laughs> that sort of thing. Maybe he could find a new escort or something. That's, that's the vibe. Maybe. Well, you know what? See, I feel like. When he got Amber Heard to dress up in a Mercy cosplay, he should have felt like he wanted life at that point and just been like, okay, I don't have to ruin anyone else's life anymore. Like, I've done enough. But then he got out before she started cutting off fingers and shit. So that was nice, too. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're not going to talk about the Amber Heard stuff because that's, that's a big conversation. And yeah. Johnny Depp is a big piece of shit. So. I think they both meant for each other. I don't know that I agree with that, but nope. Oh, your your things falling apart. Shit's here, falling okay. apart. I don't know. Is there any? Is there any new information about that? Because yeah, that, when that whole thing was no. I mean, there's just trial, that stuff from when it happened, they and just, it's they look, both look so bad. I I don't know that I necessarily agree with that either. I think it's you had an older, established like. Hollywood guy who kind of has a history of that nobody really talks about abusing partners 
and I'm not going to get mad at a woman who tries to like defend herself. Mm-hmm. And maybe there was some stuff that was a little iffy, but then the whole like, because it was all a, a defamation trial. Because she didn't like the thing that she wrote didn't even like mention him. It, it's just there was a lot of stuff there that I feel like. I guess the I guess kind the, of swung more like public opinion swung his way, and I think I I th- I don't necessarily think it was very fair to her personally. Oh yeah, I don't know enough about it to really say anything. Just from the outside looking in, and a little bit like I'm not a celebrity guy, so you're I'm not, not you're I'm not. not following. You're kind of you're hearing kind of the chatter that you sort of see on like the periphery. Yeah, and, and I and think from a, that it was just like everyone looked bad. Like no one came out of that looking good. Right. But no, I think he's, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's always been a fucking weirdo. It's more than a weirdo, though. I think he's just kind of an abusive, allegedly abusive asshole. Sweet. So, you know. I like that. Those are my favorite people. Oh, yeah. They're great. So, good times. Oh, speaking of Margot Robbie, did you have any thoughts on her getting snubbed for Barbie? Because I, I didn't see Barbie. You saw Barbie. I loved Barbie. I thought it was brilliant. Did you think that she gave a, I don't know, best actor nom? I can't say because I don't think I've seen any of the other movies. So I can't say if somebody gave a better performance. I think it's weird that a movie would get nominated for like best picture, but then not for like best director. Also best supporting actor and actress, but not best actor. Yeah, that seems a little... That's almost like you're sending the message that the movie was good in spite of her. It's that that stuff seems a little weird. And I know Margot Robbie's a great actress. She's so. brilliant in the movie. but I mean, And so is America Ferreira, who did get nominated, and so is Ryan Gosling, who also got nominated. I thought it was directed beautifully, because it really has yeah, a... And, uh, she didn't get a nomination either. No, Greta Gerwig did not get a nomination. It it It's a beautifully directed movie. It's a very well-directed movie, and it's just... The Academy Awards are just a giant uh, uh, fucking advertising thing anyway. So it's just very much like... Honestly, all I want out of the Academy Awards this year in that I'm paying attention to them all is I want Ryan Geisling to perform I'm Just Ken at them because that's a delight and a half. And as you're saying, it is just advertising at the end of the day. Right. And it's weird... To not want to advertise the stars and the creator of one of the most successful movies ever. I just, it doesn't make sense to me, but nothing the Academy does ever fucking make sense. And like you said, I don't know. I didn't see whatever movies were nominated. I really don't watch any movies. Like, how long did it take uh, fucking um, Martin Scorsese, Scorsese to win Best Director? He didn't win until The Departed, which was like 2005. Well, Where arguably yeah. he should have won for Goodfellas. And you and you think about you think about a Christopher Nolan. I mean, how many incredible movies has that guy made? And he they he's always winning like technical things. Right. Like he's never they're never you know, the Dark Knight didn't win best movie or something. No. You know, Inception didn't win best movie. You know, I mean, I don't know what else came out in these fucking years, but you know Well, it's just also something like the Dark Knight, that's come on. Like that's an all time movie. What came out in that I mean, year so is Inception. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Has he won Best Director? 
I feel like he might have. Um, I feel like he might have too. I think he did maybe for some other, like was some of the Interstellar other stuff, like, or whatever. Oh man, did you ever see Interstellar? I have not watched Interstellar. There's I've a heard scene it's amazing. In Interstellar that is unfucking believable. You should watch it just for that scene. I do want to watch it. And, yeah. and what's his name? Um, Matthew McConaughey is incredible in that movie. Let's see here. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious. Many accolades, nominations. He I made. He, not I feel like have I feel like won. he was winning stuff like best screenplay would be like the shit they would give him. Maybe that's it. Let's see. Playing drama. Okay, yeah, no, I don't think he's won an Oscar yet. So I, and, I have and a that's, feeling... And that's, and that's crazy, right? For a guy who's got so much critical acclaim but and so much box office success. That, that this is going to be the, it's Nolan's year. It's going to be Oppenheimer, the whole fucking, oh, like, probably. way across. Yeah. In that, like, way of, like, oh, we didn't give Marty the, like, the awards until The Departed. This is, like, your lifetime achievement Oscar. Here you go. Yeah. Sorry for be. ignoring you all those other times. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's just, it's so subjective, and you don't know, like, what's the criteria? Like, are these people even watching the movies that are being nominated? I, I don't know. Well, and sometimes it feels like you get these fucking curmudgeons, and they just don't want to like something just because it's popular. Yeah. Right. But it's very, it's like, like, really? Like, Greta Gerwig doesn't... Margot Robbie, like, notwithstanding, Greta Gerwig doesn't deserve a Best Director the, 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 mes- the most successful female-directed movie of all time should at least get a nomination. I mean... I agree. You should at least get a nomination. Even I agree. Even if you think the movie's fucking trash, you got, what, six slots to nominate people in? Give her a fucking nomination. I feel if it's nominated for Best Picture, which it was, it doesn't make sense for the director not to be nominated. <laughs> right. Who directed the Best Picture? That just doesn't make any sense to me. Who starred in the Best Picture? So I'm, am I going to get hot about it? No. Is it stupid? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Got anything else? I think I'm out. Yeah, I think that was all that I had. I'm trying to think. All right. The WWE stuff. Yeah, I think that's all that I had. We're mm. going on like two and a half hours. Oh, that's all? Let mm-hmm. me see. I could squeeze another two hours out. <laughs> I knew mm. that we talked for like a solid hour about WWE stuff, and I knew that was going to happen because it was just, there was just so fucking much. But yeah, yeah so we got, uh, we got Halo coming out this week, I believe. So we got that to not look forward to. Um, so that'll be a good chunk of our podcasts for the foreseeable future. <laughs> Hopefully it's awful. Um, the Super Bowl on this Sunday. Watch some Taylor Bowl. Taylor Bowl. There you go. Taylor Bowl. She better be there. I'll be pissed if she's not. There's no way she's not going to be there. What do you think? They just fly her in in a helicopter right in the middle of the field. They like Then she jetpacks up to the stands. That would be funny. She should get out there and play with Usher a little bit. You know? Just to really like uh, do the, the, the rock to Cody thing. They should. Like shove. Get out the fuck out of the way. I, I really think. If the Chiefs are if the Chiefs are up at halftime, let's say well, see, there's actually no win either way. See, if they don't win the Super Bowl, she's gonna get blamed. It'll be her fault. Yeah. So absolutely, it'll be. And her if fault. she comes out at halftime and sings and they don't win, holy shit, right? she's gonna get. So it'll be the hate. woman's fault that the team didn't win the Super Bowl. 
<laughs> you know that's what'll happen. Yeah, a though. thousand percent. I know that's what'll happen. Because we live in America, and it sucks here. <laughs> well, only time will tell. We'll know by the next time we record. And we'll, in theory, have a couple episodes of Halo to have watched. Oh, I hope it's bad. I really want it to be, like, really bad. Alex, I don't see how it can be good. It's probably going to be better, and that's going to be sad. There's really nowhere to go but up, and that's what kind of sucks about Remember it. Remember how Burn Gorman was in that show for five seconds? For, like, no reason at all. I was like, what are you doing here? What is going on? Why are you naked in this hot tub? What has the world come to? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about great that. Great ass, though. Good for you, sir. They all got great asses. There was a lot of great male ass on that show. Indeed. Some nice balance. <laughs> what, is, what is the thing? It's so weird how, one... When you do female full frontal nudity, they get them. They give them the giant like, um, what's it called? Where they give them the giant fake bush, so you can't see anything. That's a big thing in cinema. But then they'll do that. But they won't like. There's never any male frontal nudity. Like, just hang a giant fake prosthetic penis there. Isn't that the equivalent? <laughs> you know what I mean. I feel like didn't Game of Thrones show you some dick? I feel like we saw some dick on Game. There of might Thrones. have been a little bit. Not nearly as much as the tits, though. That was like no. the tit show. Well, for the first season. HBO does that with every show. Every new They push as far as they can go, and then like the actresses blown, from the other yeah. shows are like, you realize you don't have to do this, right? You can say no, and they're like, oh, really? And then no more tits. <laughs> no, that's, that's literally what happens is I swear these women, they go to award shows or something, and they hang out with other actresses, and they're like, look, just so you know, you are a big star on this show. Right. You don't have to be topless every episode. Right. You can say like, no. Wait, that's true. Oh, shit. <laughs> no one ever told me before, and I just thought I couldn't say no. I mean, that's like every show, though, because you get a lot of like tits in that first season of The Witcher, and then it's like, no more tits. See, I think the problem is for men is unless you have like, because you can't ever show an erect dick because that's porn. They don't do that. Mm -hmm. So... If you don't have like a big, soft dick, <laughs> you feel so embarrassed. Like, I, I don't think guys want to do that, right? Because they're going to get so much shit. Well, and the guys are like, yeah, I'm not doing that. But yeah. the women are like, oh, fuck, I think I got to do this. Like, if, if your guy Henry Cavill got naked full frontal on The Witcher and he had like nothing, he would get so much shit on the internet. He'd get shit and it would be a little embarrassing. Him and his uh, very shameful opening of that Argyle movie. Oh, really? Oh, dude, it bad. only made like six million its opening day. Wasn't like Cena in that as well? Isn't everybody in that? From what movie? I understand, they're making it, the advertising is trying to make it look like a big ensemble. And right. from what I understand, Cena's in there for like five seconds. Oh, really? People are not in there for long, and it's more of like a rom com y kind of thing. Hmm. It's just a, ooh, we like have kind of a. showing up for like little. Like yeah, scenes. we have a crappy movie that we need to release and try and make as much money off of as we can. So we're going to release it in February and lie about it in the advertisements has been the vibe that I've gotten. That's the other thing I think about when I saw it. So that's Stella. Cavill Blade. also doesn't really get asses and seats. No, he's not a movie star. He's not. No, he's, he's, he's not a star. He's a good like supporting cast good uh, you know secondary guy he's not, he's not but he's not he's star. not the guy yeah he's, he should be in theory like you look at the guy you listen to him talk he does all the right things but it's not connecting 
And maybe that's the projects he's picking or I was talking whatever. to somebody about that a little bit and we posited that it is the projects a little bit because you think of like whatever you think of him, Tom Cruise is a movie star. Oh yeah. But Tom Cruise does action movies. Tom Cruise did rom-coms. Tom Cruise was the fucking vampire Lestat a thousand well, years ago. The, There's an array of work that he's and done. And the other thing is, is in the last decade or so... And Tom Cruise is a better actor than Henry Cavill is. Yes, for sure. That's like not even a... And that's not even shade at Henry Cavill. Tom Cruise is a better, better actor than 99% of actors. That's but just, to be a, a recognizable, like a movie star, like that somebody like... That you could go into any home and you'd be like, do you know who Tom Cruise is? And like people, oh, of course. Well, I know and the, who Tom the Cruise other is. thing is because he's Tom Cruise and any movie he does is going to do crazy at the box office, anything, he knows that he can walk into any studio and he can have total control. He does all the production, he does fucking everything. And so he, and then because he knows what he's good in, what people want to see him in. He can make that movie. That's why there's been like 15 Mission Impossible movies because that's what people want to see. They want to see Tom Cruise do some crazy ass fucking stunt that he should have been killed during, mm-hmm. but he doesn't die because he's got the fucking, you know, Zimbalu God protecting him or whoever the fuck. <laughs> Zimbalu. I mean, what the fuck is the name of the, the I, God is from? Is it Zeno? That sounds right. I don't I'm remember. glad you know. I don't. You you secretly in the Scientology? No. No, Alex. Is there a Scientology church around here? Are you sure? Is there one up here? I don't know, but we should find out. Maybe you've been there. No. I'm going to start monitoring. Yeah, go right the fuck ahead. (laughs) Uh, The whole time. You've been ripping on... Every time we rip on Scientology on this podcast, Erica has to go to some pitch black room and (laughs) pay pay penance. (laughs) Tom's there. No, what's the fucking... I watched... uh, They had takes off his children's belt and (laughs) beats you with it. (laughs) Steps off his platform shoes. Tom. I'm going to get you. Tom, I didn't know you were short. <laughs> I didn't know you were 4'8". Holy shit. That would be hilarious because I'm not tall. I'm like 5'4 or something like that. The best pictures were always when he would stand next to Nicole Kidman. And she's like a giant next yep. to him. This Aussie goddess. <laughs> and he's like... <"Mer." laughs> but is he like Charlie Day short? Because Charlie Day is like 5'7". I don't think he's that short, but I bet you he's in the ballpark. I bet you he's maybe like... I bet you there's no way Tom Cruise is taller than 5'9". Okay. All right. I think that's probably the maximum. It's the same with uh, the dude from The Bear. He's he's like... Oh, he's tiny. He's like Charlie Day short. Yeah. Yeah, he's tiny. Which I didn't realize. He got shredded. Oh, he's jacked um, as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, Not Iron Sheik. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Which I do still want to see. That got completely snubbed at the Oscars. I was surprised. Yeah. I mean, it looks good. I've heard good things. I mean, remember, man, I'm trying to remember when The Wrestler came out. Did that get any appreciation? Because that was a a great movie. I think that one... Depressing is all fuck, oh my but that God. was a great oh, movie. Oh, that's a great movie, though. He was great in that. He got Mar- best Marissa, actor, at least. Marissa Tomei was great in that, too. And I want to say that one best picture and best director and stuff, but okay. let me... Yeah, maybe that won some stuff. Let but me he, verify, because that's a great movie. Yeah, Mickey movie. Rourke was incredible in that movie. Wrestler. And then you kind of never heard from him again. Like, he did that, and then he was in Iron Man 2 for a quick second. And yes. then you kind of never saw him in anything ever again. No. He kind of went away then. Let's see here. Oh, he didn't. He only got a nomination for Best Actor. 
At least he got a nomination. I thought he won. That's crazy. I wonder what won that year. Because it's just, I don't know, whatever. At least I mean, he got a nomination. It doesn't matter. For it genuinely does not nominated. matter. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let me see. But yeah. Because it was on a bunch of top 10 lists. Marissa Tomei was nominated as well. Yeah, she then not get nominated for best like that's bonkers. I could have sworn that one, but whatever. I loved that movie. That was and, a delightful uh, what was, movie. I'm trying to. I'm thinking of the cast now. It was um, who's the lead woman on Westworld? She was his daughter in that. She wasn't in the movie that long. Oh, um, you know who I'm talking. Evan about. Rachel Wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's his daughter in that movie. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, that's a good. I don't know that a, I could she's not sit in down there much though. She's only maybe in like five or ten. Minutes. I don't think I could watch it again because it was like a lot oh, of so a depressing. lot of Orofsky's movies are hard to sit through yeah, twice. So but depressing. oh, is that a good movie? I could watch that again. The Claudio only, Castagnoli's in that movie for five seconds. He's only, in the background in one of the ROH scenes. Really, that's funny. The They're only, showing like uh, Rourke getting ready, and he's all like beaten down and haggard, and then you got this like god sitting next to him, lacing up his boots. Yeah, Cesaro's one of those guys, Claudio Castagnoli, like you said. He's like, I don't know if that guy's on stuff, but man, his natural genetics seem crazy. I think he's just, it's a genetics thing. Because he's not like, he's shredded, but he's not like puffy. He's not gigantic, but he's incredibly strong for how, for his size. Mm -hmm. He seems unbelievably strong for his size, like... He's one of those guys who would show up in an action movie and just beat the shit out of everyone, but you wouldn't even know. It's like, what the fuck? Like, this guy doesn't even look that big. He's just murdering everyone. He'd be great. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, what was I? Damn, I was going to say something about Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, it's crazy how that guy's been punching his ticket, though, for so long. And it, it just didn't. He took like a slight dip there, right? When the Scientology stuff was coming out and he was dancing on fucking Oprah's couch and everything. Mm-hmm. But it really didn't hurt him long term. Not all. really. Because people don't care, Alex. No, no don't. one gives a shit. Just... Oh, you were horrible to your wife and your kids? Yeah, you make but movies I like. Exactly. You're kind of handsome. Sure. <laughs> you're short. <laughs> you're short. <laughs> <laughs> I could take him. See, but at least he didn't wear lifts, right? Did we ever catch him wearing lifts? I don't think he wore lifts. No, he doesn't have the heels like they a DeSantis, They just shoot him in sir. a way where you can't tell. But yeah, right. he's not wearing the lifts. Right. <laughs> that was just like, big bro. My favorite was the bro. opposite. I don't know if you remember, but there was like, uh, I think his name was Tom Phillips. He used to work for WWE. He did some commentary. He did backstage. Oh, movie. the Tom? Where he had, he had to like, bow, he was so he had tall. He stand bow-legged so he wouldn't be taller than the rest of us. Yes, I remember that. fucking huge. Because every now and again, they'd, like, pull the camera back too much, and his legs would be, like, yeah. And like, here's the thing. If that's a problem, why'd why you hire the guy? Him? Right. Like, we like you, but you got to stand weird. And if, we're going to, like, we're going to fuck up your back forever. Just only hire women that are, like, 5'6 five, or 5'5 five, five or something, and then they, you know, all the wrestlers are going to tower over. But that's such crazy. a, isn't that such a WWE thing, though? Oh, yeah. That's no like cares. the biggest WWE thing in the yeah, universe. No one else cares. Like, this doesn't make sense, but we're going to run with it. Because <laughs> that's our that's kind of our vibe. Well, what happens is, you know what happens is, is they, someone like Triple H or whoever in NXT would decide at the time, oh, yeah, Tom Phillips, I like the interview, hire him, whatever, whoever's hiring. And then 
he's having he's doing a good job there no one cares that he's tall no one cares then he gets to wwe and someone he goes and stand next to vince and then vince sees him on camera saying you're taller than i am right and he's like no this doesn't work for me so no one checked with the lunatic in charge for five years you know yep and that's what would happen over and over again, where Triple H would bring in some guy in NXT. Yep. He liked the guy. Mm-hmm. He promoted the guy. He pushed him. And then Vince would see him and he'd go, oh, that guy's short. Yep. It's like, what are we doing? What's the fucking point of any of this and, then? And, and honestly, the point there is <clears throat> you should be hiring to the crazy person's tastes, frankly. But Well, though, I think Triple H was kind of like, I've got my little haven down here and maybe he'll die. Maybe yeah. he'll retire. Well, and I think also the point was just to control the Indies. You hire all the best. Oh, there was definitely, that was a big part of it too. For sure. For sure. Become like the indie brand. Right. They were getting a little too uppity down there. So we had to, we we had to hire everybody. I miss going to indie shows. I don't even, yeah, I just. That was never your jam. I know. When you see them now, it's just, it's always old guys and they're not like kind of old. They're really old and it's just kind of sad in some ways but there was like i mean when shikaro was still running and it was like when you were invested in that like they they had a lot of really good wrestlers they had um really good storylines that were happening and it was fun and it was just i I, like miss that but was shikaro using the old washed up wrestlers though no not really yeah i was about to say every now and again you might get an older dude but no like eddie kingston was there for a while the young bucks would come in and work with them every now and again um i got to see the uh when oh fucking uh phoenix I got to see him wrestle there at King of Trios uh, when Lucha Underground was a thing. Well, and the thing is, these indies, they don't, you know, they don't go out and use the, oh, we're going to use like the old Sting, right? Where it's like, oh, well, Sting's old as fuck, but he could still go. Mm -hmm. And you don't even really know how old he is because he could still go and he's got the face paint on. So it's not immediately obvious. They're they're not using that type of guy. They're using oh no, like it's the there's indies the drunk, where it's the drunk yeah. guy who can barely move, and it's is, just sad. Yeah, and you're just like okay. Chikara like, never really did that that I saw. At least at any other shows. It was like that how I many times would you see the clips of Scott Hall being rolled out somewhere? Well, right. Like, it was just kind of like uh, why are, why why are we doing why? this? Right. But no, like I think Shimmer still runs out of um, Berwin. I'd love to go see that. You know, it's just been a while. I miss Man. the vibe. Scott Hall's another guy, man. It's so sad that that guy had such a bad drinking problem because that guy was, you could tell when you listened to him speak, he was really smart and he had insane charisma. He had a good mind for the business too, for sure. You know, the whole crow sting idea, that was all him. He came up with that whole fucking idea. Genius. And it's like, that's sad. It's sad what that guy's life ended up turning into. Oh, it sucks that that's what alcohol will fucking do to you. And it's nice to know, like, at least it seems that most of the wrestlers, like our generation of wrestlers, really don't partake at all. A lot of them are teetotalers. They just yeah, hang out just, and play video just, games. Yeah, they just go home or they play video games or whatever. They don't seem to be doing all the crazy shit the other wrestlers were getting up to. Exactly. I mean, I think it's like, you know. Just like anything else, when you're in a situation like that and everyone's fucking on steroids, especially way back when. I mean, I know guys are still doing stuff now, but not like it was. You you got all these guys on steroids and then you're mixing in alcohol and cocaine or whatever the fuck else. You're going to get a crazy ass atmosphere. There's no way you're not going to. And then you've got all these 
super attractive dudes who are fucking huge surrounded by all these super attractive women you think people aren't going to cheat on their fucking wives oh the, like right come there's on. that too yeah well and you're on the road all year this the whole is family, you don't right you don't see like unless you see your own family maybe one or two days a week if you're lucky right right unless they're also like in the business and even then it's no it's a shit show so yeah but some of the old guys seem like they made a lot better decisions like a like a kevin nash it's kind of funny because they were best friends you know but kevin nash seems like he just has his head on way better than most of these guys well, do. well and, and as long as you don't like get addicted to anything like yeah. alcohols will fucking destroy you yeah and it seems i don't know i mean it seems like you know nash there's little clips i see him he does some podcasts or something i don't listen to it but the clips i see here and there he seems like he has like Good takes. Seems like a pretty, say he seems like a decent enough guy. Seems like a progressive leaning guy. He's not like one of these old fucks where it's like I don't like all these flips and crap, you know, and all this bullshit. I do appreciate whenever Cornette would bitch about the young bucks, they're gonna be like, We're gonna flip more, you old fuck. <laughs> and it would work. Yeah. He's amazing. It's gotta piss Cornette off so much because he loves FTR, but he hates the Bucks. But then they have a great match together. It's gotta really because you know it's easy. Got a stick in say, his craw. You just say it's all FTR. It's like oh, right, well, FTR's right. carrying him. You know, whatever. Imagine thinking the Young Bucks are bad. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's another point. It's kind of like the Stellar Blade thing. You can say that's their style is not to right. My you're taste. not into it. It's not my thing. You can say that, but to say they fucking suck, they're terrible, they shouldn't be on national TV. Right. You're just, you're an idiot. You're and, just... And, and look, that's that guy's, it's like... Oh, it's a, like a big character too, for sure. Yeah, that's that guy's podcast. That's what people are tuning into that for. That's his audience. That's, that's his brand, for sure. If, if, if they tuned into that and he gave moderate, like, reasonable takes, people would be like, what the fuck is this? Dude, I just, I don't, like, there was a time when, like, that angry reviewer thing was like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then, like, I grew up, and I was like, this is exhausting. You know what I want now? It's like, I just want someone who is into something that I'm into, and they're happy about it. You know? And that's not to say you can't critique the thing. Oh, no, thousand percent. It's not fucking perfect, but it's just... And I like, I get it. You know, if we're talking about YouTube or whatever, that's what generates clicks is hating on shit and being negative. That's what the algorithm pushes. But that's why I like red letter media, though, because they're not just all negative. Like if something's bad, they'll tell you about it. But they do try to be like, well, this was like there's stuff that oh we liked. But there's also like if it's if it wasn't good, like they're going to let you know it wasn't good. Yeah. But that's why I like, I've got that Witcher podcast I listen to. And if there's something they don't like, they'll tell you they don't like it. But it's not just thing bad and I'm mad about it. It's like, okay. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like sometimes you just want to, you know, you enjoyed a thing, you're excited about it, and you just want to, you know, interact with other people who enjoyed said thing. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, I was gonna say, we note, tacked on another 20 I think minutes. We tacked. I think we might have got to three hours. It's fucking close. It's close enough. We're close enough. On that note, hug me. Hold me tight.
This has been a Puma Knife production.